everybody, and welcome to episode 25.5 of Two Guys, One Dice Cup. It's a bit of an extra bonus episode for everybody, covering our escapades at UKTC 2022, or UKTC 7, I think it was, maybe? I don't know. Pass. Um, so I've got my team with me today. Uh, we went down as a group, um, and... I think the easiest thing to do is for me to start off with introductions. Everybody knows who I am. If you listen to the podcast, my name's Phil from Arash's Cairns. Um, and I will start with, I guess, my vice captain and previous uh, two guys, one dice cup attendee, Ross Anderson. Could you introduce yourself, please, Ross? What's your First of all, let's start with your... Your name and NAF number. I think I've pretty much given the game away on that one. Uh, okay, so Ross Anderson, <laughs> 1984. NAF number as well. Uh, don't, don't, bother with, don't bother with your NAF number. Just NAF. <laughs> like, Sorry, yeah. name and NAF yeah. name is probably better, yeah. Yeah, so, so Ross Anderson, and, 1984, yeah. Yep, and then what's your favourite uh, race to play in Blood Bowl? Um, currently, it's the Amazon. Uh, lineup that I've been using, but previous to that it was Wood Elves, um, but I haven't used Wood Elves in the uh, latest rule set. So, yeah, on the latest rule set, it would be the Amazon. Cool. Um, what sort of level of experience would you say you are? How long have you been playing for, and what <laughs> tournaments have you been at? Uh, I've been to, I don't know, something like 10 to I don't know, 10 to 15 tournaments, something like that. I've been playing since sort of 2015, 2016 quite steadily. Um, and uh, yeah, started attending tournaments about then, but really just sort of a few a year. So yeah, I have sort of yeah, bursts this... of productivity on the tournament front. Yeah, and this wasn't your first UKTC either, was it? UK no, times no, UKTC, um, I think it was my third a UKTC. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, what race did you take uh, to UKTC this time round and, and why? Amazon. Because yes. it was the team that I was most confident in using uh, under the under the rule set um, and uh, as part of the sort of team event. Yeah, I guess we uh, we had a chat about teams uh, early on and stuff. Uh, so some of some of the team choices were informed by our group discussions as well. But mm. uh, yeah, I I know you'd uh... yeah I didn't want to say because you told me to. <laughs> just I was, I was going to see where we got to before somebody said because you told me I had to. Yeah, uh, I don't think, I don't think there was anything quite like that. Uh, no. But... no. Maybe not as strongly worded as uh, you must take, yeah. but uh, yeah. Um, okay, so I'll move on to, I guess, uh, the next person in here, um, and that would be you, Joe. Uh, what's your name and NAF name? Right, well, my name's Joe, <laughs> a.k.a. Uh, the Joker. And uh, what's your favourite race to play? Well, it used to be vampires, but uh, by default I've, I've gone back to my dwarves. Dwarves, yeah. Uh, we probably won't get you a rant on vampires because uh, I guess not today. No, <laughs> uh, 
And what's your level of experience? Uh, how long have you been playing for? And how many tournaments roughly have you been to? Oh, um, I think I've been playing about five years now, roughly. Quite obsessed with it. And uh, I think I've been to around 13, maybe 14 tournaments in the last three, four years. Okay, cool. And what race did you take to UKTC and why? Uh, I took Dwarves because uh, <laughs> I was expected to. And I think every every four-man team, I think, should have either Dwarves or Charps. It's, it's a healthy thing to put on a balance of team. Yeah, I, th- I think I think that's a key point here is uh, you're looking for teams like Dwarves where uh, you can uh, grind out a draw at the worst or make sure you've got a, a win in the bag. Uh, by oh, yeah, I'm the expert at getting draws. <laughs> <laughs> Although, to be fair, we've got another expert in the team at getting draws after this event. Um, <laughs> so uh, ne- next up here um, is Callum. Callum, what's your name and naf- uh, name? Uh, it's Callum Morrison. Uh, my life name is Shrike. Okay, and what's your favourite race to play in Blood Bowl? Uh, favourite race? It's a toss-up between two. Underworld at the moment, just because I love the roster and just how it plays in 2020. But my all-time favourite is Dark Elves. I was a Dark Elf player for Fantasy for over like 10 years. Uh, amassed a huge collection, so always just default to them. And what's your level of experience as well? Um, in so, I have been playing Blood Bowl on, uh, regularly for 14 months. Uh, I played Blood Bowl 2 uh, on and off before, uh, but was very bad at it. Um, Tournament-wise, uh, as of yesterday, I was at my third tournament. Uh, UKTC was my second. Yeah, so you're fairly new to the whole setup, um, but uh, you've done reasonably well um, outside of UKTC, which we will talk about uh, how, how that went uh, as we go on. But uh, you won your first tournament, uh, <laughs> so that, that that's pretty good. Um, I've, I've and, heard that's uh, okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, you came uh, um, reasonably uh, well off in the last uh, individual tournament as well. You know, you were playing on the top table in the last game, so you know your stuff. Uh, and you've been playing with us in the league for about a year now, is that yeah. right? last January. Yeah. Online to start with, and then we moved back into playing in person um, back end of last year. Okay, uh, so with, with previous discussion in mind as to what uh, teams you liked, uh, <laughs> What what race did you take to UKTC and why? Uh, I played High Elves. Um, so I chose High Elves uh, because we needed a razzle-dazzle team, I was informed. Um, yes. And having specified I was interested in playing Dark Elves and Underworld, I was suggested that playing High Elves would be better with the rule set in mind, which is still an aspect of the uh, the tournament scene I'm not quite 100% sure with. Is picking the right roster and the right for the right rule set. Yeah, I mean, we spent a bit of time as a group uh, playing practice games against each other, and uh, we drew in a couple of other players from our local kind of environment, um, uh, Stephen Brands and uh, uh, Mark McNaughton, uh, to give us a few options to play against, so we could test out our rosters. I don't think it's worth us kind of going through our rosters in detail uh, at the moment. In fact, what I'll probably do is. Uh, Pop them up in um, the um, two guys one dice cup Facebook page, so folk can have a look at them. 
Um, but yeah, I think um, I think everybody kind of played something that they were reasonably comfortable with. Uh, I, I suppose from my side, I played Norse, um, and uh, I enjoyed playing Norse. Um, it was the first go with them for me when we started practicing them. Um, previously, I've played a lot of Undead and, and Lizardmen uh, and Nurgle, uh, but none of them really... I mean, we could have fitted Undead in there, maybe, uh, but the uh, Lizardmen and uh, Nurgle didn't really suit the rule set as such, I don't think. Uh, and we didn't see many of either of those uh, through the tournament either. Uh, so, yeah, so, I mean, I... Including this one that's just happened, I I've been to four UKTCs now. Um, Joe, you've been to—is it three? You've been to now? Yeah, that was my third. That was my third. And Ross has been to three, and that was Callum's first. So, aside from Callum, uh, like myself, Joe, and uh, Ross have been a, a bunch of times and have a decent experience of playing in in team tournaments. And it's it's completely different, I guess, uh, to looking at playing on your own. Because uh, you really have to be kind of aware of what's going on around you, and uh, as captain, you have to kind of sometimes tell people to sacrifice their uh, um, their NAF ranking uh, to uh, secure a draw rather than playing risky for a win, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, how how did you guys feel when you were playing? Um, did you did you all feel it was different? You know, like uh, Callum, it was your first time. Um, how different did you feel it was going to? It was bef- um, compared to the single player tournament you'd played previously. Um, yeah, the the level was uh, something I was initially unprepared for. Quite how uh, good a lot of the players were. It was just every game was a challenge. Um, but it was a challenge that I enjoyed. Uh, overall, everyone was really nice and friendly. Um, it was a very very good time I had. Yeah, I think um, although UKTC is very much one of these events that you can turn up with your mates and enjoy yourself even if you're getting smashed, um, I think it's a lot more competitive um, than people initially think it's going to be, especially when you're playing sort of mid-tables upwards. Um, I don't think we played any teams that I would say were were bad um, the entire no, time. Um, and as I, as we go through the rounds, I'll uh, give an indication as to roughly where we were uh, out of the was it three hundred and something people uh, that were there overall. I think three hundred and forty-four. Um, I think. Yeah, uh, I think uh, there was there was a, a fair whack of uh, uh, of teams and individuals. I think the the teams themselves, uh, like there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of people uh, in both because they split it over the two uh, the two rooms this time. Um, previously, it had just been uh, one one area, um, which which was which was fine. It was quite cramped uh, with the amount of people that were there last time. Um, but the uh, the split it over two rooms was was pretty good. I thought, you know, I think. Uh, I think we were only in the in the bottom room once yeah. out of all the games. Yeah. So yeah, we we spent most of our time in the in the top half of the of the draw. Okay, I think so. We can have a 
chat about uh, games, I guess, now. Um, so round one um, was kind of a good a good start, actually. You know, we, we had a an interesting group of, of opponents. Um, we played against uh, Bubba, um, who were, I think, captained by uh, Twelfthman uh, from Anything But A One podcast. Um, we we played a couple of uh, different podcasty teams uh, over the weekend, uh, and I think we we came out okay. Uh, we'd give a good account for ourselves, but uh, this one, um, so on table fifty seven, so the first round uh, was just drawn at random within our groupings, and it wasn't like captain played captain, etc. Um, the first game uh, on table fifty seven was uh, Joe. Uh, you played. Uh, Twelfthman, uh, what was he using? How how did the game go? Yeah, yeah. So he was playing uh, Camry, which I knew he was really good with because I listened to his podcast. <laughs> He's been obsessed with them for a while. And from my experience playing, you know, friendly games and online, Dwarf's Camry almost always ends in a draw. <laughs> so I was as soon as I sat down, I was almost certain it was going to be a draw. And uh, yeah, surprise, surprise, it was a nil nil draw. But it was a it was a fun <laughs> nil nil draw. <laughs> to be sure, yeah, it was, an exciting, it was I, a good game. I think I, I don't know if either of you got particularly close to scoring either. There were moments where it looked like one of us might score, but it never happened either half. It was yeah. a game of both of us defending really well. Oh, I, I when I when I looked over, um, I think it was in your drive uh, to see how the game was going. There was just a mash of people in the middle. Um, <laughs> And it just looked like a one of these kind of uh, games where nothing was giving on either side, really. So you you get you gained some ground at one point and then uh, lost some ground. Uh, I think you lost the ball a couple of times as well uh, in the second half. Uh, but yeah, I it looked like a a, a head scratcher. And, yeah, yeah, uh, it was a lot of complicated positions, and uh, yeah, it was a really fun game. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It was nice to play I, as well. Someone I've listened to on podcasts for years. You know, get to play them in person. It was, it was good fun. Yeah, and Alex is a really nice guy as well. He's uh, he one of these uh, uh, eternally affable kind of people <laughs> um, who has uh, got a pretty positive outlook on stuff. So, yeah, it was good to have a chat with him afterwards. Um, yeah, you seem you seem to get on quite well with him. Yeah, yeah it was nice to meet him. <laughs> The whole team uh, seemed to be kind of nice, nice guys. Um, Ross, uh, Ross got a bit of a, a let off in the first uh, round because uh, after win, yeah. After, after COVID causing problems for a few teams, um, it was kind of uh, given a basically if you if your opponent's team had a player missing, somebody in that team would end up playing against a, like a blank person and you don't get auto win uh 2-0 win i think it was supposed to be 2-0 and plus and 2-0 and cash as well but i don't know who was recording cash right or wrong i can't remember if i did um but the uh, uh you got the buy that round uh but you ended up playing another player didn't you Ratman. Ratman. yeah Ratman with his chaos chosen oh so he wasn't using skaven <laughs> no no no, so that's a bit misleading. Um, <laughs> but yeah, how did that game go? It was a really fun game. 
I I started off. I got a, a lucky block, um, and then well, I know you know what I was talking about our rosters, but my Amazon team basic build of that team was based around fill, uh, fouling and uh, the uh, the fact that uh, sneaky get is now um, pretty uh, awesome uh, under the new rules. So I managed to foul his troll off um, pretty early on in the game um, which sort of was setting me up for scoring in the first half but he managed to stop me scoring just at the uh, the end of my drive and then um, basically managed to grind out a 1-0 win um, on his drive so uh, yeah it was a fun game and there was a lot of shenanigans um, throughout it but uh, yeah that was a loss for me but it didn't matter anyway because I had a win at the same time <laughs> Yeah, I think I so, think that was kind of good uh, the way it was set up like that. So, you, like you didn't um, you didn't yeah. end up missing a game. You got to play a NAF ranked oh, game. Oh yeah, absolutely. You've gone all that. Position. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, um, what you haven't mentioned, I suppose, is that for us all to go to the tournament, we had to drive like for six, seven hours um, to get there. Uh, so the thought that you would be driving six, seven hours and not getting a game. Um, was quite concerning but so it was quite a relief when we realized how it was going to work out that you were still going to be able to actually get a game rather than sitting for a couple of hours twiddling your thumbs well that, that's it yeah i mean if you'd ended up uh not playing a game like several times over the course of the weekend uh yeah i guess it would just diminish your um uh, enjoyment of the whole thing you know so the way mm-hmm. it was set up was actually really well considered and um like, like we said at least it gave us another uh naf game for you um rather than sitting watching uh, everybody else enjoy themselves yeah um mm-hmm. yeah so next up on table 59 was myself i played a gentleman called smurf 1917 uh with halflings now like I don't know about anybody else on our, on our team, but one of the things I like playing like least in the first game of a tournament is a stunty team because the pressure's on if you lose that game against stunty with a decent team early on. It's just like, why the fuck bother? <laughs> you know, I just, I'm sitting here uh, looking across at his roster as well while he's chatting to me and i'm like okay uh so just just to kind of make it clear what he had he had two frenzy trees <laughs> oh yeah um, which i'm not gonna lie made fuck all difference the entire way through uh the the game i i, I honestly bad 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 choice as far as i'm concerned but he he seemed to enjoy playing it which which is fine. That's the important thing. Um, what it did do was uh, burn through on occasion uh, the ridiculous amount of rerolls he had, because uh, <laughs> his reroll build was, uh, I think, what does he have? Five rostered rerolls plus um, leader on one of the hefties. So straight out the cage, he was running six rerolls. Um, now there's the reason he could do that is because nobody was allowed star players at UKTC. So if you were running a stunty team, you needed to uh, to kind of spend the money somewhere. Um, and I guess 
in the current meta uh, with uh, being able to use uh, rerolls, more than one reroll in a turn, uh, having as many as you can is is a good thing, you know. Um, he also had a master chef, of course, uh, which meant he stole uh, two of my rerolls each half plus um, another one in the second half. Basically, he ended up, I think, with nine, nine rerolls in the first half and ten in the second half. Now, I don't know if I, I don't know how many folk have played against that. Um, it's not it's not enjoyable because uh, he could just reroll like whatever the fuck he likes, like all the time. Like he's in the second half, he had more rerolls than he had turns. Um, first half, I was kicking to him. He, um, I wouldn't have said he was. It was a bit hit or miss as to whether he was going to score. He ended up uh, throwing the teammate, um, and I, I kind of forced him into doing that because if he if he hadn't done that, he probably was going to get um, uh, me breathing down his neck a little bit more because uh, I kind of pinned him over to a side, um, and that gave me plenty of time to score myself and and thin out some of the team um, on paper. Um, what I didn't bank for was him rolling a blitz and uh, nearly getting a player away with the ball. And the only thing that stopped that from happening was he uh, failed to dodge away from the, the guy. Um, so I could have been 2-0 down going into my drive against Halflings. Thankfully, I picked up the ball, uh, bombed it up the other end of the pitch and scored. So I was going in one one one, um, and then second half, it was just smashing fools left, right, and centre. Every time I hit a half, it exploded, um, and eventually that kind of costed the game. I think uh, I got down to the point where he only uh, where he was going for his one turn touchdown at the end. He had uh, four players on the pitch. Uh, he had a plus edge halfling as well, which I thankfully got rid of in the in the early in the sorry late in the in the first half, and didn't come back at all um, from its KO. Um, so yeah, he uh, the ball went deep, and he had no chance of getting uh, the one turn touchdown. So I, I won that two one, but fuck me, it was skin of the teeth stuff uh, at one point at least. Uh, but it was a good game. It was a good fun game. Um, I'd quite happily never play against that many rerolls again in my life, uh, and only having won myself both half uh, was not fun either. Especially when I burned the uh, the first reroll in the first half uh, went on a double skull uh, in the first turn. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, it was an interesting game though. And then on table sixty. Uh, Callum, you were playing who? I was playing Rubik in a High Elf mirror match. Yeah, how did that go? Uh, so it was unfortunately a 2-1 loss uh, that I suffered. Uh, I played a good solid first half, scored on my turn 8. Um, he didn't do a one turn. Uh, then the second half, I turned him over, had the ball in the corner with a nice screen, and then he managed to elf bullshit his way through the screen and tag up the ball carrier. 
And I sat for about a couple of minutes trying to figure out how I could get players over to remove the tagging. Couldn't do it, so went for the 3-plus dodge with a reroll on the catcher and double-wound it. The ball went out, landed perfectly in the middle of his team to be picked up and run away to make it 1-1. And then my second attempt to make it 2-1 uh, stalled out and he managed to dodge into the cage and sack the ball and walk it away. So it was a bit unfortunate, but you know it came down to dice rolls and elf bullshit, as it always does. Yeah, I think on an elf off like that is a case generally of uh, whose bullshit works and whose doesn't. Yeah. We, um, we also did have yeah, a but... double skills first half, first turn as well, first blitz. But we uh, we nice. didn't re-roll it because, unlike you, I didn't play a master chef. So, yeah, if I'd had um, if 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 my one hadn't been integral uh, to my my turn, I wouldn't have re-rolled it. Yeah. Um, if I, in hindsight, I probably could have got away with not re-rolling it. What I didn't want was uh, an elf uh, getting fouled straight yeah. away off the pitch after going down uh, which is what would have happened uh, with mine because um, he was it uh, was badly placed to get fouled if, if he went down mm-hmm. uh, but yeah I these things happen so as a round then round one was uh, a win for us with two wins a draw and a, a loss on the uh, the actual kind of UKTC uh, scoring so that was good we got past round one uh, with a win it's always good to start off with a win uh, and a, a good team team win um, and that bumped us up a wee bit in tables for round two round two we were playing um, another bunch of podcasters and streamers um, called Twitch Stream Dream Team um, and Ross had by virtue of his 2-0 uh, on... That's right, yeah. 2-0 uh, win and 2-0 on casualties end up on the top table. And who were you playing, Ross? And what was he using? Uh, purple chest. And he had dwarf. So, purple dwarves. chest. Uh, the, uh, uh, an established game player. Yeah, one of the hosts of, uh, was it One World, One Blood Bowl? And used to be, I don't know, fumble, uh, fumble podcast are still on the go. I don't think they've been uh, recording anything for a while. But he's also a, a Twitch streamer um, of Blood Bowl content as well. Uh, how did that yeah, go? Yeah, and has played an insane amount of games on, uh, on Fumble. On fumble, yeah. Like yeah. 7,000 or something. Uh, how did that game go? Um, it was a 2 0 loss, <laughs> which, and I think it shouldn't have been as dramatic as it was, but uh, basically it was one of those games where very little went right for me. And every time he um, rolled for armor or injury, it was successful. I mean, I was effectively pitch cleared um, by the end of it. Um, Some of it self-inflicted by trying to do silly things like dodge away from a dwarf, you know, Um, but uh, yeah, basically, just 
it was a poor matchup for me anyway, um, in terms of uh, the the build of my team and obviously just dwarf generally. Um, but uh, yeah, he's a very good player, and it was all it was working for him, and I just couldn't get anything to work for me. I mean, I don't think I could pick the ball up for about three turns. You know, just one of those yeah, games. Potential potential matchups, uh, dwarves are not a good one for Amazons, uh, regardless yeah. of what each of you have taken on skill choices. I know we uh, when we played the practice games, you played against Joe um, and uh, I got a win. Uh, so it is possible. Um, yeah, but, but that's need... the fouling needs to work and um, you need to actually be getting dwarves to hit the deck. And just since, since dwarves have a thick skull, fouling them is a little less, you know, less good than it is fouling most teams. Yeah, but, but it's, I guess it's I mean, a I got high, some lucky uh, high reward yeah. thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, when you can't pick up the ball, and um, and then you get based up, basically that's it. Like the wheels just came off so quickly. Like um, you just eat through my team. I get. I guess from from the casual kind of observer on the side uh, uh, during some of your game, uh, yeah, it must have been pretty tough uh, once you were down to about four or five players, just even trying trying to get anything out of it. You know, it's um, well, yeah. I mean, basically, all I could do was at that point try and do it was damage limitation really, and it was trying to stop him scoring the second touchdown, but I just couldn't, it got to the point where I just couldn't even do that. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I mean, it was an enjoyable game um, in terms of learning and, uh, you know, it was very pleasant to play. Um, but, uh, yeah, just frustrating when it's one of those games where you're just like, nothing's working here. Just watching your team, like, literally getting to the point where there's no space left in the casualty box. You're just like, I'm just going to start putting them over here. <laughs> like, that's the casualties there, you know. Um, so, yeah, just one of those games. Yeah, I, we all have them from time to time. And when you're playing against a kryptonite team, uh, it's not really un unexpected. So... Yeah, uh, case I move on, move on from that one, and hope for the best in the next round. Um, so that was on table forty-five. Um, I was next up on table forty-six. I played a Twitch streamer called Dimmy G, um, who seems like a, a lovely guy as well. You know, like uh, decent, decent to chat to. Um, tried to give me the old uh, Mickey Mouse bullshit of. Oh, this is my first two, uh, tabletop tournament, so go easy on me kind of thing when he's played, like, hundreds and hundreds of Blood Bowl games on BB2. Uh, <laughs> so he's clearly, not, it's clear, he's clearly not brand new. He knows what he's doing. Um, so it was, a, it was a tough game. You know, like, he was using Undead, um, which I've played against and played a lot. Um, I would say we played a slow game. Um, in fact, it's, it was the only game uh, that I had the entire weekend uh, that I got called on time, um, which was a shame, you know, and I'll, I'll go into uh, reasons for that uh, as I go on. Um, first half, um, I kicked to him. Um, 
he took he took a a long kind of uh, road to get to to scoring, which was which is kind of what you would play, you know. I think I forced him to score in turn six or uh, in his turn seven, so I had uh, two turns to score, which is possible uh, if things are going right. Um, he still had to make a, a few dodges and things like that. In fact, he potatoed through at one point um, and got the ball. Um, I knocked, I put, um, I surfed him. Uh, the ball came back in and landed right next to one of his players. I'd managed to base that uh, that guy up um, as well, uh, but then he dodged out and scored, um, and uh, and that that made it one nil. Uh, my my return on that was a case of just getting snarled up in the middle. Um, I think I failed something, uh, which meant that. I kind of got blocked off. There was an opportunity for me to try and work a chain push, which is what one of these things that ate into the time was it was a, a good opportunity to get a chain push to push me one square forward. And I still needed to dodge through tackle zones and uh, gone for it twice. Uh, but if it had come off, I, I, I would have had that opportunity and it, it didn't. Second half, I don't think I was particularly down on players at this point. Um, I think I'd lost the tackle blitzer though, which wasn't uh, berserker rather, which wasn't helpful. Um, but I, I'd managed to get rid of one of his ghouls in the first half, so yeah, it wasn't too bad. We um, we played out. Uh, I scored in. Can't remember. I had to score earlier than I wanted to. I think it was turn five, uh, because um, he was sort of making good inroads onto my team at that point. Um, so I did score, made it 1-1, and then we got to turn his turn 8, and he needed to make, again, after making a, a ton of dodges uh, earlier, he needed to make a 3-up to score, um, and he, and Brendan called time on the games. Um, if it hadn't been a, uh, the fact that the, one of the guys actually came over and called time on our game, I probably would have let him roll the dice. Um, but we were told to dice down, so we had to. Um, I think he was a bit more aggrieved about that than I was, obviously, because it was the difference between a 1-1 uh, and a 2-1 win to him. Uh, but at the same time, you know, um, he still had to roll some dice on that, um, and it wasn't a given. So, I, from his side, I could see him being a bit disappointed that he uh, he didn't win. Um, but no, that's the way the cookie crumbled on that one. In hindsight, we probably should have thought about going on a clock at half time, um, and that maybe would have helped. And I think the one thing that kind of slowed the game down as well was he was having to work out a lot of stuff himself like you know he's if he's not played much tabletop you know it's like coming from uh, the computer to um in person uh, where you have to uh, actually physically work out stuff you're not having the computer do it for you um i think that definitely had an impact on his his game uh timings 
but yeah, it was a decent enough game. Uh, it's a shame for it to end on a, a slightly sour note, but it is what it is, and a draw for me. Um, next up was Joe on table 47. Who were you playing, Joe, and what were they using? Uh, yeah, I played the uh, the streamer Necronome, and he was playing Lizards, which is not usually a good matchup for Dwarves, but I always find when I have enough guard, uh, which I did in this case, because I would take my usual dirty guard spam Dwarf build, that it bounces out a bit, the strength 4 of the Saurus. Um, but the game started with me receiving and the ball getting kicked as deep as it can be kicked, you know, when the ball lands on the back line, and Dwarves yeah. hate that. And then my opponent got a blitz and ran his Saurus and a skink into my half. So I was immediately on the back foot and uh, put me in a bad mood to start with. And then it got, uh, <laughs> it got worse from there. I was just trying to move up the pitch every turn and it was all complicated turns. So I kept saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm taking so long, but kept having to make sure the ball was safe and move a little bit forward because I was so far back. You know, it took me till like turn five to get to the halfway line. And it just wasn't getting the removals, wasn't making any traction. And frustratingly, just couldn't score in the first half. And I could, I could see, because he was still, it was 11 v 11 second half. And I could just, I could, it's like being tied to a railroad track and seeing the train coming forward. of like, I'm going to lose one nil and not being able to do anything about it. And inevitably, yeah, that's what happened. And uh, I wasn't, it wasn't my finest moment as a sportsman. I think I got a little upset. And, uh, yeah, yeah, so I think I learned from that game not onboard strategy, but a little more, you know, be graceful in defeat a little bit. And I should step back from, you know, my hyper competitiveness and, you know, be a good sport when you lose and not throw a hissy fit, which I, which I admit I sort of did a little bit, but I've reflected on that and hopefully moving forward. <laughs> but yeah, that, so I lost that game 1 0, unfortunately. Yeah. I think, I think that's, that's an important uh, point there, Joe. You know, it's difficult sometimes when, when a game is as challenging as that, and you know you uh, in slightly different circumstances you could have got something out of it, um, it's hard to kind of walk away from it and not feel uh, like yeah, it could have gone differently. I think, um, but yeah, the, the way you've described described that kind of going out uh, as a lizard player myself, that is like a dream scenario for me. You know, <laughs> like. Uh, against dwarves you know if, if if it's a blitz and it's gone deep i could have players like all in your half all up in your grill uh screen off so you can't get near your near the ball uh you know like it's it's uh it's i know you're a a, a very competent dwarf player but some some dwarf players would royally screw that up for themselves uh mm. Uh, and and end up not being able to get the ball, and they're instantly one 0 down. You know, it's uh, yeah, it's a it's a tough one, a uh, tough one to take, I guess. Uh, how like he he was a, a streamer. As, I think most of these players, apart from Purple Chest, had not been to a tournament before. Yeah, that was the theme uh, of their team. Yeah, um, so uh, he uh, he was also new. Yeah, so he told me as well. This is my first ever tabletop tournament, second ever. So I did have to help him with the. You know, remembering to turn your guys and de declare things, but no, I, I I took a lot longer in my turns than his, but that's because it was very difficult uh, turns. I think I, I maybe did, yeah. it was a little slow, but yeah, there was a very complicated position, and one slip up, and I was you know down one nil in my first half, which <laughs> would have been more of a nightmare. Yeah, I did. You uh, lose any players during the game, or were you uh, 
I don't think so, no. I think it was 11 v 11 for, for, for most of the game. Because that's the other bad thing against uh, uh, like teams like Wizards, uh, is if you, you go down a couple of players or a player, even just one player as Dwarves, I guess, it's just uh, it's like walking through tar. And the fact that they can <laughs> all their team can move faster than you, yours is, is not helpful. You can try and pin the Saurus onto one long beard or what have you, but there's always the threat of getting, uh, them getting a player back by blitzing and uh, and freeing somebody up or getting a Crocs on you or, or what have you. It's just, uh, yeah, it's not it's not an easy game either way, I think, for both. No, both no, it's, it's a hard matchup. I, th- I think as well I was upset because I'd set myself, one of the targets I set myself was to go and no losses, which might, might seem a bit arrogant, but with Dwarves I always joke that you should have a 75% win rate. You should draw half your games and you should win half your games. Uh, so I set myself a target of getting no losses, even if I'd went 0-6-0 at UKTC, you know, I'd have been fine. But to lose my second game when yeah. I set that personal goal, it was, yeah, it just sort of stung. But again, I did take it a little too seriously <laughs> in hindsight. But yeah, I mean, you bounced back. And... Yeah, yeah, it was like, my only loss. Yeah. No spoilers, but yeah, it was my only loss of the tournament. Yeah. Cool. Um, and on table forty-eight, it was Callum. And who were you playing, Callum? What were they? Were you, what were they using? So I was playing the absolute rookie, ha- second ever NAF game. Um, <laughs> never having played tabletop before today, the CCL player Hancock, <laughs> and he was using two kings. Yeah. Uh, how did the, how did that game go? Uh, so. It was a 1-1 draw. Um, I went 1-0 up, uh, being forced to receive. Um, but I had to score early. I had to score my turn 6 rather than my turn 8, um, just with the pressure the Tomb Guardians were doing with putting players down. Um, so I'd lost a couple of KOs already, but I hadn't had any casualties. Um, and then I kicked. And turn 7 moved into a position to threaten to score. Uh, turn my turn eight managed to sack the ball carrier um so it was just a simple case of hit the ball carrier get the ball give it to a catcher score the ball scattered into the middle of a whole group of players so i had to go in and pick it up and then dodge out made the four plus pickup and failed the two plus reroll dodge out and then ended up getting two players surfed there getting two casualties, getting a couple of KOs. So then I started the second half with six players to defend a 1-0 lead. Um, So it was basically sit there and go, he can make this 2-1 so easily. How can I just delay him enough? Um, And the last elf went off the pitch on turn 15. And luckily it meant it was only a 1-0. It was only a one-all draw. Um, So I did enough to salvage that. So I was quite happy. Um, and then I tried, I got seven players for my turn eight. So I thought I'd try and see if I could do a one turn, uh, touchdown with seven elves. And the first hit was one dice into a tomb guardian. That was a straight pow. So, you know, is what it is. Yeah. I think, uh, like one of the things that kind of lends itself to, uh, the multi-reroll uses, things like one-turn touchdown attempts, uh, either mm. from through a teammate or uh, through chain pushing or what have you. But if you've had to use all your rerolls uh, on critical points of the game up until that, just keep yourself in it. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, there's not much you can do at that point. I think we've all had it happen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah uh, I mean, Han- Hancock's a well-known player. Uh, you know, like yeah. As I say, you you look at the at the team that the, these guys had, and all of them have put in many many hours playing the game. Yeah. Um, like uh, there's not a single player on that team who hasn't. Uh, has, who, I I would say has, they've probably put in as many hours as we have. Um, on tabletop, if not. Miles more um, in, case, in the case of likes of Purple Chest and folk like that, you know. So great, great experience for us to play them. Uh, yeah, they ended up going ranking very highly in the end as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that that round wasn't our best, you know. But uh, we I didn't win any. We drew two. We lost two. Um, it could have been worse. Uh, could have been better. Like <laughs> it's, uh, I don't think I don't think we were on at any point for a round win there. Um, but we might have we might have squeaked a draw, um, if things had gone slightly differently in a few games, um, or we would have lost more uh, by more if they'd gone slightly differently. Uh, so yeah, that was us going into round three uh, with a uh, one one win as a, a team. Uh, and one loss, so one o one. Um, and round three, that loss put us into the uh, the other room, and we came up against Shame. our third uh, <laughs> our third <laughs> podcast matchup uh, of the of the event uh, against uh, Team Two Drunk Flings and Man Oh Man. A glorious end to the day. Uh, so. <laughs> Top top table out of the four myself. I uh, I was in table one hundred and one, and I played um, a, a lad called Trollface. Um, I can't remember his his real name. Uh, he was running Chaos Renegades, and it's not a great matchup for Norse. Um, there's very there's a couple of things that could go kind of really badly wrong uh, for me uh, in that setup. Especially if claws working against the likes of the Ulfs and the and the Yeti, um, it did not go that way though. Um, he, it all went pretty tatties for him early on. Um, I put a lot of pressure on in the first half, um, in the first couple of turns, um, and forced him into a, a dodge away after getting folk in the cage. Um, and he snaked it, and then I picked up the ball and scored in his drive. Um, and then, as we were kind of sneaking into a uh, game, uh, the sort of like the latter part of uh, the uh, first half, uh, I took out his troll, and it didn't regen. So, going into the second half, it was. He was playing catch up a little bit. I don't think he'd made much inroads into my team at all. Uh, so he was kicking to me at that point. I scored um, late enough on to make it a, a comfortable that I was going to win. You know, like I, I was comfortable I was going to win 2 0 or 2 1. Uh, but then I got an opportunity to, uh, to kind of put more pressure on and uh, managed to sneak a, a third in. And won three nil. 
Um, so yeah, it was a good game. Uh, great opponent in terms of uh, playing uh, against. He was a fun, fun opponent to play against. Good chat. Uh, nice, nice temperament. Even though he was uh, getting uh, sort of the rough end of the uh, the, the wedge uh, with that. Uh, just yeah, he he took it with with grace, and it was a, it was a good laugh. Uh, but wh- while that was going on, the earlier part of the game of that, while that was going on, I was I, I couldn't help but be amused uh, at uh, what was going on in Ross's game. <laughs> Ross, uh, you were on one hundred two. Uh, who who were you playing? Uh, what uh, was uh, what were they playing as, and what was the result? Uh, I was playing the I up me duck or A up me duck. Uh, Liam from Two Drunk Flings, who lived up to the name by turning up so drunk um, that uh, it took us quite a bit of time to get the game set up and then uh, he fell asleep twice during the game <laughs> so <laughs> um, yeah I mean I was uh, I kind of knew that he was pretty um wasted um but i thought okay well we'll give it a try we'll see how we get on and i was basically coaching him at a point by saying well okay you want me to move these models for you liam like where do you want it where do you want me to move this to it's like there there and then i knew that it was all over when basically he took his turn and then looked at the pitch and goes where's the ball and i was like uh it's under your arm, <laughs> and uh, and yeah, I think did we get about four turns in, and then I think he just basically said he just conceded because he was just um not capable of basically finishing a half of the game, let alone the entire game. So he went and got the rest of his moonshine and finished that instead. Oh, so uh, it's the first time I've ever played anyone that was so drunk they couldn't stay awake. Um, during the game and I think that was the first time he'd ever fallen asleep <laughs> during a game as well so uh, yeah a bit frustrating at the times um, but you know because um, I was re- in fairness I was really looking forward to playing him you know um, and I knew he's a good player um, and uh, but said we'll get him we'll get him on the next game um, hopefully earlier in the day um, yeah, yeah, he was running. He, he was running black orcs. Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, not that it well. would have mattered. I mean, he could have been running. No, like, yeah, he could have played as it would have been irrelevant. <laughs> like, he's just got no. <laughs> I don't even know what game he was playing. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, he had. We, it became apparent sort of fairly early on that he was struggling with mm-hmm. with playing. Um, and there were conversations had around him uh, with his teammates and stuff like that as to what what do you want to do here? Um, and I think they were they were obviously they were a, maybe a bit frustrated that he was at that sort of level of uh, drunkenness mm-hmm. and was going to cost them a game. But you know, the, it was the only logical uh, thing, and it was him who offered to do it. So, well, I think yeah. the like conceding, um, you know the way that the game was going by what was it by about turn four um 
he was already like two black orcs down and a troll um, and I'd scored. So it was yes. like, yeah. it was like if you carry on this game, it's going to be a, a higher, a worse loss anyway. So I think, yeah, it suited everyone. It was just a concession, to be honest. And it allowed and me to watch some line. other games, which was fun. Yeah, there's a fine line between kind of like making sure you get the win and taking advantage of the fact that somebody's absolutely oh, yeah. and yeah, can't, well, I mean, can't, that was like, it. I was like, this is there's head no there's yeah. no test here. You know, you're not playing a game no. for the challenge. The, te- the challenge it was making sure that you could keep the pitch on the table. <laughs> it was like, oh god, I, there was yeah, there was a few times yeah. when the whole thing, everything moved, and you're like, oh my god, yeah. So yeah, um, I could I could see I could see my opponent getting a bit uh, sort of wary of putting his models anywhere near that uh, where where Liam's arms were because he was there was a few flailing moments and uh, I think he mashed a few of his own models. Uh, yeah, he did. There was a couple of goblins on the field that were just feet. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Oh well, uh, it was an experience. I'll put it down to experience. Yeah. I think. It was entertaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a moment uh, where he uh, ended up spitting water all over Joe and uh, his opponent's oh, God, uh, yeah. game as well. Uh, so, Joe, Joe, you were playing on uh, table 103. Uh, who were you playing against and what were they running? Yeah, yeah so, so I don't remember my opponent's name, but I did, um, I don't know his NAF name, but I did snipe his NAF page before I met him. Gimli01, I think. Yeah, yeah, he was a lovely guy. Yeah, I sniped his NAF page before I met him. Because I do that, and I noticed I knew he was playing orcs, and I noticed that he was one ninety eight with orcs. So before he even sat down, I knew he was going to play a good orc coach, and uh, yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> he was a very good player. Um, I received in the first half, and a very tight half, and eventually I managed to get the turn eight score, everything going according to plan, and then, uh, but absolutely zero armor breaks, zero KOs, zero removals for either of us. I should expect from two. Armor 10 plus teams, so it was 11 v 11 in the second half as well. Um, I did put up a good dwarf defense, I think, but he was able to he was able to run a, a, a dangerous player with a lot of three ups. But he was able to eventually run the goblin and run and then score on what would have been his turn seven. So it left me the prospect mm-hmm. of trying to score on two turns with dwarves, which if anyone's ever tried that, um, <laughs> I tell you it works. Maybe one out of Ten times, one out of seven, uh, even if you know what you're doing. Um, and I got frustratingly close to seeing the possibility of maybe getting my first win of the day, but uh, no, I couldn't quite pull it off. Being out of rerolls, getting a four and a three and a two and a two, and just I didn't get it. So, so it was a one-one, and it was it was a good game. He was a very very good coach. I enjoyed the game. Yeah, it looked. Uh, I mean, you're right. As a dwarf player, two turns is just that. <clears throat> step too far uh, for most occasions you know it's uh um it requires the ball going in the in the right sort of neck yeah. of the woods it requires um you getting enough players forward i not fluffing the pickup um and then even then it's not difficult for a, a competent player to to put obstructions in the way like gimli uh, 01 did with you um yeah. It's just a shame. Uh, it's just a shame that you could sneak through. It's just 
like you say, I think it was a four up dodge and then a three up dodge and then two and then go for it. Go for it. Um, yeah, without rerolls and burn away. Rerolls, just, just, yeah. I mean, I'll get to that happening uh, <laughs> in in my game uh, oh. on the second day uh, in a minute or two. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it was. Um, it it seemed like a, a, a like it seemed like you both had a, had a good game, like in terms of enjoying your game as, and stuff as well. Oh, yeah. When we first um, sat down, I think he, he he was he was quite a fast player, and I th- and he mm-hmm. was keen to play fast. And I think I'm I'm not a slow player, but I'm definitely not a fast player. So I think in the first like half we were a bit chalk and cheese there, but by the second half we were we were you know reading off the same hint sheet and uh, and syncing up and, and and really starting to enjoy like the the level of play that both of us were putting forward. So so yeah, <laughs> came together in the end. Yeah. I mean, I don't think any of any of the four of us are are uh, sort of what I would class as slow players, but there are times when you do need to play slower to work stuff out, and yeah, um, I I kind of fall into that category where I know I know when I need to spend more time on something. I think you're probably the, the same sort of player, Joe. In terms yeah, of that yeah, 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 especially with dwarves being so positional as well yeah. on offense and defense. Because you're so slow, you have to make so many plans. Yeah. Okay. And Callum, you were on table 104. Uh, who were you playing and what were they using? Uh, so I was playing a coach called uh, Arknalax, who uh, informed me nicely before the start of the game that he hasn't played tabletop for over 16 years. Uh, uh, making no mention of playing Blood Bowl 2 a lot either. Uh, but he was playing Ogres, um, which was a list, uh, a list, a roster that I've always struggled against whenever I've played them. I, it's just the high strength. Um, and my opponents never seem to bonehead a lot with them, whereas whenever I had played them beforehand, uh, it's boneheads for days. Um, but it was a 1-1 a draw. Um, I was defense for the first time that day, which was pretty happy about, because I like to play defense with 11 elves. Um, we screened off quite nicely. I got a cheeky two-dice uphill uh, blitz on the ball at one point with Wrestle, which then made him a lot more cautious, because he realized I was willing to do that. Um, but against strength five pieces, I was never going to get anything other than two-dice uphill anyway. Um, so he scored his turn seven, uh, by handing off to a, a snotling or a noblar, I can't remember if it's snotlings or noblars. Um, handed off to that, handed off to a noblar, um, and then made four dodges and GFI to score, leaving me two turns to score. And again, uh, the story of my tournament: it was a simple three plus with a reroll for the pass to make it one all at halftime. And my thrower decided instead he'd rather keep the ball. So I went in 1-0 down. Uh, second half, got the quick score. Um, and then was moving to uh, go for the 2-1. The ball went really, really short. Um, so he placed an ogre underneath it to hopefully get a touchback to then give it to the edge 3 ogre that he had. And that ogre caught the ball instead. Um, Meaning, he struggled to make any form of cage or screen. 
I managed to wiggle my way through to get a blitz on the ball with the wrestle, uh, which was three dice uphill. Um, and again, my opponent seemed rather surprised that I would attempt that, but I needed to win the game. And it was the only opportunity I was going to get. And rolled two di- uh, two pows and a both down with wrestle. So popped the ball, uh, then dodged in, picked up, dodged out, uh, made a screen. And then he managed his own dodge with an o- the Adge 3 Ogre uh, to hit the ball carrier. And this is the point where it was turned into a, a draw rather than a win for me. I was going moved the ball to the right towards the middle of the pitch to screen it off. But rather than, because I was wary of the, mo- the, the ball being in range of the 3 plus Adge Ogre, I decided I would use the ball carrier to screen and hand off to my intended scorer rather than use my intended scorer to screen the ball carrier. And I failed the GFI for the handoff, uh, meaning the ball went on the floor and it ended in a one-all draw. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's uh, yeah. not not a great setup. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll... I mean, it draws a it draws a good result, and it, yeah. if this uh, if Art Nalax told you that he hadn't played in sixteen years, uh, he's talking bullshit. He maybe yeah. hadn't played in sixteen months because uh, <laughs> he's played uh, he, he played in uh, uh, Isle of Wight uh, speedball and in, on sandball in twenty nineteen, um, yeah. and he also played against Al at uh, um, Eurobowl. Uh, in the European, um, when we played, uh, which is where he got his uh, Scottish dice from uh, <laughs> that that year. Um, so yeah, no, he, he's a nice guy though. Yeah. Like remember oh, yeah. him from that Absolutely that tournament. Uh, he seemed uh, he seemed like a a good gent. So the whole the whole yeah. team. I mean, obviously, Liam's a really nice guy when he's not when he's not completely totally and utterly pissed. And even then, he wasn't like. Being a dick, he was just super drunk, um, and we ran out. Uh, we reversed the score from the previous game: uh, two wins, two draws, zero losses, uh, and won that round. So we finished the first day on one one one, which isn't bad. Put us in a good position for the for day two. I know, like obviously, Joe, you were a a bit. Uh, not head down, but uh, disappointed with the fact that you'd uh, not got a win in your first yeah, day. Um, but how, how did everybody else feel about their results uh, from day one? I mean, I I was on two one zero, which, to be honest, like I I go into a two day tournament, and as long as I get two wins, um, I'm I, I'm happy ish. Uh, but I'd always be aiming to end up hopefully on a two-day tournament with a, a positive uh, win rate so i was quite happy with where i was uh, at the end of day one how about you ross well i had had a good day but it's kind of hard to um sort of well, take ownership because obviously one of the wins technically was a a buy uh, not a buy a concession and then the win at the end was a concession as well so um, I suppose I ended that first day sort of 
looking forward to a um, three full games uh, <laughs> where they actually um, <laughs> mattered <laughs> uh, a bit more, I suppose. But uh, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed the day and everything like that. I just it was a it's a tricky one when you've you know it was great to get the games, but it um, it's frustrating when you've got that. It, you know, it's unavoidable, the first game in particular, but, you know, you've got that win and you're like, well, you know, it would have been nice to have got it by actually winning the game, but it is what it is, you know, it's COVID. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that that's just a, a facet of it. I mean, we, weren't, we weren't the but, only team that were in that situation and uh, like with yeah. anything, you put, play what's put in front of you and if there's nothing to play and there's a mechanism for yeah, uh, no, I think, and it, and it was very clear, and everyone understood it. I just think, you know, if it was some like somewhere like an individuals tournament, then the win or the loss or the draw would have had a different effect. But effect, I know it was a NAF rank game, but it, for me, my first game against my opponent just felt like almost like just a fun. Let's play a bit of blood bowl whilst we wait for everyone else to finish their games or play their games. You know, yeah, because um, yeah. there's no real because you've gone to a team event wanting to play as a team so when your result has no effect on that uh, overall result it's just a bit of a strange one but yeah it's yeah. good yeah i think uh i'm gonna put my neck on the line here and say i think you probably would have beaten liam uh not because liam's bad uh anyway i think you probably would have beaten him anyway not because liam's bad he's a he's a good player he knows what he's doing um, but I think uh, Amazons would probably come out on top against Black Orcs, um, especially the the fouling setup. Get a like like you were saying, get get the Black Orcs off or eight, a couple of Black Orcs off. Uh, murder yeah. the goblins, and you're you're plain sailing. You know, it's uh, easy to control. I, I think you probably would have got that game anyway. Um, I would like to think I would have, have uh, given him a good game anyway and a good challenge, but uh, we shall see on the next one. You hopefully, might get him a NAF champs. Uh, I was going to say, hopefully he's at NAF champs and we can get a rematch. Yeah, str- stranger things, you know, like you you go all the way and you uh, to these things, you end up playing people you've played before. Uh, yeah. <laughs> despite, uh, uh, despite not like being from the uh, despite the numbers being completely against that happening uh it's still yeah um uh joe obviously you went over to one uh in the first on the first day um i guess i guess for you the only the only real disappointment was the loss you know i think uh like you said the draws aren't a, a big deal uh but yeah you getting a win yeah yeah it was 0-2-1 but I consoled myself with the thought that uh, being honest all three of my opponents were very good players and that there was a second day to go and then I I could redeem myself on the second day hopefully so sort of wiped the slate clean and was ready for another go (laughs) yeah and I think the the important thing to to count on there is like everybody we played on day one was a, a competent Blood Bowl player you know like just looking at people's uh um, like NAF pages and stuff like that. I mean, I I don't I don't do that uh, during a tournament anymore. Uh, so I, I like to go in kind of unclouded by uh, 
by that myself. But um, yeah, afterwards, I always have a look and see what what sort of level I've been playing against. And uh, like everybody, I played a, a a good player uh, in terms of what they're they're capable of doing. So yeah, no, the first day. Uh, how about you, Callum? What was your? Uh, I mean, you were on the O two one as well. Yep. Uh, so uh, at the start of the tournament, I was sitting there going, you know what? I reckon I could, if I get a win first day, I'll be happy with that, uh, regardless how other results go. Um, but then, so I had the opportunity to get the wins and just the dice said no. Um, other than the third game where, again, I think that was more my own mistake rather than the dice. But I know I did as good as Joe. I got 0-2-1, so <laughs> I was... Uh, didn't feel I'd let the team down, so that was the important point. No, I think um, like where we lost as a team uh, in in the second round, um, like it, it it was down to things that that kind of were obvious or or things that could have uh, gone or, or or played out how you expected if things went in particular ways. Um, yeah, I think. I think we everybody gave a good account for themselves in the team on day one for sure. You know, regardless of the results. Uh, so we're going into the uh, the the second day, sitting on one 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 for as a team. I, and we were two oh one, Phil. We were we were two oh one. Were we? Yeah, we're two oh one. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. you're right. Yeah, because we got a win in the second round. Sorry, going into the second Third. day on two oh one rather. Yeah. Christ, um, I was. Uh, I was quite quite happy with that. Fuck, I'd I'd have been happy with one one one. Uh, <laughs> to be fair, uh, but yeah, we two uh, one. We're sitting in a good position. Uh, we all went out and had something to eat uh, on Saturday night. Uh, where where did we go again? It was some Brew York weird kind of. Uh, what was that, Callum? Brew York. No, no, that was the pub. Oh, we went Saturday, to no, that was Friday night. Oh, it was Friday. Yeah. Sorry, it was that. It was that uh, weird kind of port a cabin kind of place with yeah, had all uh, the food stalls. Uh, lo- loads of tr- oh, yeah. tr- what it was called. Uh, but it was really good uh, in terms of the the type of stuff that was available. And then we, we ended up in Brew York for a bit hmm. uh, afterwards, which was good as well. Caught up with a couple of our other uh, Scottish players that we uh, speak to, um, guys from Aberdeen um, and uh, the tail of the tape from them as well as to how their days had been uh but yeah uh day one in the bag good 201 happy uh we roll up on the okay oh, after fucking about on day one trying to get to the fucking place jesus christ oh, yeah <laughs> sat having ourselves to the wrong the wrong campus didn't help uh courtesy of me uh forgetting whether it was east or west and then bizarrely ended up like every time we've been to UKTC previously when we've driven there we've ended up in the same place like each time like in the same car park this this time both times the opposite side of where we were uh th- thankfully we knew where we were on the second day uh so that getting to that particular car park wasn't a hassle uh but yeah it was uh, uh we rocked up and we were playing um a team called Christ, what are they? Northern Warlords Nostalgia, who yeah. somebody in, somebody out of you guys said uh, is a, a a shop or something like that. Uh, I don't know, but anyway, um, they 
were another team that had a player missing. Um, but we were sitting on table 65. So I was top of the tree and I played against a guy called Max Horseman um, who was running Dwarves. And Dwarves aren't a great matchup for Norse. Um, Definitely not. Uh, yeah, they outstrength them uh, with the guard that they've got. Um, so, I mean, any strength advantage I have with the likes of the Yetis and the Ulfs evaporates, really, unless things go well. And it was just a tough slog. I think I gave a good account for myself. Uh, and in the end, I think his run of dice just got the better of me. Um, it was a, t a really, really good game in terms of positioning and stuff like that. Both of us uh, were made it hard for each other. I He kicked to me. I scored. Um, and I had to score. It ended up with a, in a situation where I had to score um, because he'd pulled off some bullshit to... Uh, to make me score. Uh, now, there was a running theme of this game in terms of bullshit. He uh, had to go for it to one dice the player that was next to the ball carrier or screening the ball carrier, uh, which meant um, he could technically he could surf my player, um, but he had to uh, one dice him into two dice uphill to do it. Um, and then ended up, uh, as as you do, uh, not rolling a single skull in that uh, in that kind of equation, or a both down. Even a both down would have been fine because my players have been block. I would have been able to. I'd actually have been able to have surfed his player again, uh, like himself. Even uh, if if anything had gone wrong for him there, uh, if he'd. Uh, if he'd sculled um, at any point during that, I'd have been able to screen again and score in my turn eight, where I ended up having to score in my turn seven, which gave him uh, two turns to score. And he did what you did, uh, what you failed to do, Joe, uh, except he had to roll, um, I think in total, it worked out as 12 two pluses plus block dice, plus a four up, three up um, to score. And it was ridiculous. Like not a single part of that failed. Like, like even the amount of two ups he, he, he made, statistically, should, something should have failed during that period. And like all the block dice, things like... Um, um, both downs wouldn't have helped him. It had to be pows. Uh, it had to be um, an exact sequence of things going right, and all of it came off. And like I screened off about as perfectly as I could possibly have gone uh, to stop it from happening. There was nothing I could have done differently to stop that score from happening if the dice were right. And the dice were right. So he going into into his drive. It was one one. Um, and then my team just fell to bits. And but even with that, um it took him till turn eight to score. 
and I still made it difficult for him with six players. Um, he still had to roll a lot of dice on that as well. Um, and unfortunately, I lost 2-1, um, which I guess I felt a little bit like you, Joe, on uh, uh, your Lizardman game. Um, and I felt a bit aggrieved at the dice front. But I guess you just got to accept that sometimes these things happen. Sometimes you get the bullshit. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes it's on your side. Sometimes it's on theirs. Yeah. Blah. <laughs> there's, nothing, there's nothing you can do when, other than sit there and take it when it's being rolled at you, though. Like, it's just, uh, like, head in hands, watching the dice going. Yeah. Ah, it was saved by the fact that he was a nice guy and I enjoyed the game. If it had been somebody I didn't like playing or somebody who'd been um, in your face about the fact that they were uh, they were pulling off this ridiculous dice, I'd have been even more sort of annoyed at myself and uh, and the dice. Uh, but the uh, yeah yeah he was a nice guy and uh, I, I'm just happy to play the game. So sitting next to me uh, was Ross, yes, and he was playing. A who are you playing, Ross? Snotling team. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which and that 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 sounded that sounded like uh, my first game of the, of day one, except it went bad. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I had very limited, well, a very limited experience of playing against Snotlings. Anyway, it's not really a team that we come up against much. Um, Certainly, um, I haven't come up against them that much. And because there had been this lack of uh, or inability to take star players and all this, it was the same idea as your team where um, they just had all the toys, basically. Um, So, you know, had um, both the, what is it, the pump wagons and the trolls and I can't remember all the names, the hoppers and... um, Hobos and all the rest of it, oh, and yeah, all the rerolls, and all the inducements. One of which, well, well, and bribes, and what was the? Is it the? Is is it called? The, what's the ref one called? The biased ref. Biased ref. Yeah. Biased ref. Which yeah. which, um, was uh, insanely frustrating. So, I mean, the first half, um, went relatively well. Um, I, uh, basically. Um, I think he was kick, kicking to me and I took the opportunity to basically remove as much of his team as I could <laughs> um, and uh, scored with, you know, the vast majority of his snotlings had gone off the field to only re- only then find that no, no secret weapons left the pitch um, and... Well, yeah, that, that's the thing as well about the biased ref is you, I can't foul, um, or you can, but there's a higher chance of me getting sent off, isn't there? So that was the other thing that played a factor in limiting me doing that. Um, but effectively, every time I uh, removed like half his team or more, he had so many players and so many bribes that everything came back. Um, so yeah, he. Uh, got the one, got a one-turn touchdown, and um, with the the throw teammate, 
Um, and then, yeah, on his drive, managed to to score to make it a two-one uh, loss to me, which was, I mean, it was hilarious. Um, but it was like you're literally just sitting there, what going like, okay, that's great. So I've got like I can't remember what the casualties were, but I'm like, okay, so I've got like five casualties and blah blah. And he's like still fielding like a full team, and um, it was just yeah. Bizarre. Yeah, I I think you, you came close to tying it up um, at the end, um, but um, yeah, I can't I can't fully really remember. But was it yeah? Was that not one where I'd said like, oh, if there was just another turn? Um, no, no, you or, you all you did you, you chose the wrong blitzing target and ended up. Oh, to that's go. right. Yeah, you were watching that, and I was I was on for an equalizer and. Uh, yeah. Blocked the dodge. Um, it, it would have been a. It would. It was a three up. Um, if you'd have gone one way, it would have just been one three up uh, to yeah. score. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with the way that you went and not knocking the player down, it made because he didn't have pitchy uh, or whatever. Um, it meant that you. Uh, um, yeah, that was definitely a learning experience. Basically, yeah, yeah, identifying what's not links have and do not have depending on the the name of the positional which is obviously on me to to learn that um but uh yeah it just sums up the game that yeah that game you know you're playing against notlings where basically i should have smashed that team to pieces um and it came down to the to turn 16 to just even try and equalize (laughs) it's just yeah just one of those games but i mean it, it was definitely like it was a fun game um you know, a very enjoyable game. Just, um, yeah, couldn't couldn't get the win. And and couldn't. to be fair, the guy did go four o two with snotlings in the end. Uh, yeah, so clearly yeah, he was clearly playing he, well with them. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, next up was Joe on table sixty seven. Uh, who were you playing against, Joe, and what were they using? Yeah, so I, I played a gentleman called Dom Lee. He was he was a lovely guy, and uh, he he was playing Skaven. So Dwarf Skaven's always a fun matchup. But as soon as I saw his roster, and that he'd gone tackle on both his Skaven Blitzers against my Dwarves, very sure you had absolutely no dodge. Right. I, I felt a yeah. bit in, of an advantage coming on. And then when we started playing, I very quickly saw that he was playing a very hyper attacking devil may care type strategy you know he wasn't interested in optimizing two dice hits he was interested in running all the rats at the ball uh, while i was receiving first half so it kicked in my ultra defensive dwarf mode uh, and he and uh, the, the the game ended up being at the side of the pitch for a good few turns where i just managed to get um i think three serfs and a couple of removals uh, but and eventually slowly going down and ending scoring on turn eight as you plan to do with dwarves when you're receiving half um but unfortunately because i got so many serfs that didn't lead to injuries and so many ko's and he had 13 possibly 14 rats so it was set up again 11 v 11 second half so i wasn't going to be i wasn't going to sit comfortably you know i I knew a 1-1 was was possible uh so i tried to defend and was luckily enough to be able to to pop the ball um most of the game, I was pretty confident I was going to win without taking anything away from my opponent. 
Um, but there was one point that, well, there were three points. So it was the only game of my six games where one of my dwarf runners, we have sure hands, everyone knows, failed three times to pick up the ball. And, you know, usually that's, that's nails in the coffin in, in a high tennis game. But because I had the advantage, I was able to, you know, cover my guys around the ball, expecting the field pickup each time. And each time it happened, so I was able to ensure against it. But there was one point where he was able to run down because he was playing so aggressively, get the ball, and he had the ball, and I got a runner in my half, and I had him pinned. You know, I'd be able to blitz him. You know, you don't get the pow, but you get the push, and you just push them against the side. But knowing it was a gutter runner, I knew it was going to be a three, a three plus, two plus dodge out with dodge. And, and you know how often that works. So I had to dodge a blitzer out on the three up to, you know, reinforce the side pin, meaning yeah. he had to do a four up, three up, two up uh, with dodge. And luckily he failed that and I picked the ball up. And, and from then, you know, I've been happy with the one nil, but I was able to slowly move up and get the two nil. So, so it was a good game. He was a good guy. But uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, my first win, yay, redeem myself from day one. <laughs> yeah, I think um like like you said, the roster his roster didn't really kind of help him against you in particular. You know, the double tackle build. Yeah, I've never seen that before. I've seen one tackle on a skating blitzer, but never yeah. never two. It's usually either uh tackle and guard or uh Yeah, you usually want guard on a skating blitzer, yeah. don't you? Maybe mighty blow if you're feeling cheeky. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like it's one one of these things that um if it works if it leans into his play style for the majority of games he plays against, then it's it's great, you know. But um well, I, I love when my opponents play hyper attacking against my dwarves because I I play ultra defensive with my dwarves, so it's a uh, immovable force versus versus immovable object. And and also you're used to playing playing Stephen Brand's uh Oh yeah, my, my best friend is a skating okay. expert, so I've had Jealous lots of practice okay. with yeah. skating. <laughs> yeah, he he plays uh, he plays very fast and loose with uh, strip ball uh, <laughs> the entire time. Yeah. Uh, he's playing, uh, which isn't isn't a massive problem against you, but uh, with sure hands on the the runners. Mm. But it's caught me out as uh, lizard men a couple of times in the league. Um and also in tournaments, uh, so yeah, no, I, it sounded like it was a good game as well. And Callum, you were on a bye, so uh, you lucked out on that one, I guess, uh, and got got a Poodle uh, concession win uh, or default win uh, for us, which uh, thankfully uh, tied up the uh, the round, uh, made it a draw. Uh, but you played a game, uh, a NAF game against. Um, who was it you played, and what were they using? I played uh, Gorgoroth in my bye game, and he was using Skaven. Uh, he did not have double tackle, <laughs> uh, which playing against High Elves, I'm sure he would have loved. Um, so that was unfortunately a 2-1 loss. Um, again, I was uh, forced to uh, receive the ball, um, played my standard first half, scored... Um, I had to score my turn seven, um, and then his turn seven, he moved to go and uh, you know go for the quick score, but I managed to prevent that and force him to uh, roll a lot of dodges to try and get the score, which all failed. And then the second half, his rat ogre just decided he didn't like my elves and murdered half of them, uh, meaning I just ran out of bodies to defend, and 
when there's four gutter runners on the pitch, it's kind of hard to defend against a lot of gutter uh, gutter shenanigans when you're losing players. So he ended up running in uh, two touchdowns relatively quickly. And that was it. Yeah, he's a he's a nice guy as well. Yeah. Uh, he's oh yeah, absolutely lovely opponent. Uh, yeah, one of the first people that we met the first time we went to uh, UKTC and spilt spilt a pint of beer on all over my jeans uh, <laughs> within about two minutes of me this. <laughs> he was uh, very was... apologetic about it, uh, but yeah, nice, nice guy. Um, yeah. And uh, I'm glad you got a game against somebody like him as well. Uh, yeah. He, he knows what he's doing too. So yeah, we we drew that round. Uh, so we were sitting on two one one after round four, um, which uh, which actually bumped us up some tables again. Um, so going into round five, we played the DBL Debonairs, and man alive, they were some dapper gents. They were lovely. Um, <laughs> Absolutely yes. great. Uh, you you know you're playing uh, uh, sort of people with uh, with class when uh, they offer you a, a shot of port out of, uh, <laughs> as soon as you sit down, uh, and they 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 lived up to their name. They were they were all lovely. Um, I was playing on table sixty when I was playing Von Leopard, um, and he was running Imperial Nobles, and that was a game of two halves. Um, it ended up running out one one, and I think it was probably the um, that was the, that was a fair result. You know, uh, it was a brutal game. Uh, we were trading players uh, pretty much turn about. You know, like somebody was going off on each side and casualties. I think I took the worst of that in the first half, but in the second half there was a swing more in his direction, um, and like neither of us uh, um, were getting much purchase. Uh, on that one, uh, to be honest, uh, it was uh, it was a good draw. Um, in fact, was it one one or was it one uh, or was it zero zero? I can't remember. It was zero zero. Sorry, neither of us scored. Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, it didn't look like either of us was going to score. Um, really, uh, we both done a pretty good job of stopping it from happening, and it required some pretty. Uh, tough dice to to make it happen for both of us. I think mine was slightly easier uh, than his, uh, but I'd run out of re-rolls at that point, so it wasn't happening. And uh, yeah, like I say, Nilda was fine, and I enjoyed playing against him. Um, And then next to me was Joe on table 62. Who were you playing against, Joe? What were they running? Yeah, so I played a guy called uh, Gunny Twenty Three, I think his name was, and uh, he, yeah. he was running a he was running a human roster. Um, yeah. yeah, it was it was an interesting game. I, again, again, I got to receive. I always choose to receive, but I think most of my games that weekend were receiving. I think especially in team tournaments with dwarves, if you can receive and score on your turn eight, then at halftime you can tell your teammates this is at least a draw for me. You know, at least a draw. Ninety percent yes. of the time, and I think that's yeah. a safe position to come from. So, so again, I was able to do that to fast forward. First half, I was able to score turn eight, um, so one nil up half time, and uh, luckily I was able to to stop his drive in the second half <laughs> to oversimplify things. I was able to stop him, get the ball, and uh, score two nil. So yeah, it's two nil win. He was a good coach, but I think things went more my way than his. 
was a standard sort of control game for dwarves. And so, yeah, two wins on day two. I felt like I'd started to get, find my mojo and uh, redeem myself from my winless first day. Yeah, it really looked like you were in control of that game uh, pretty much from the first, uh, sort of latter stages of the first half onwards, you know. It's, yeah, it uh, felt like it. It felt like <laughs> Yeah. That's the tough yeah. thing with dwarves, though. If you, you play a control game, but, you know, at any point you might lose control and then it's completely out of your hands and most of the time you're losing then. So you have to hold control for 16 turns. That's the difficult thing with the uh, teams like dwarves. Yeah, and uh, from from a, a a casual observer's point, uh, I was watching your game after I'd finished, and yeah, like a, a like a a pretty solid game from yourself and a good solid win. Um, mm. Next to you was Ross. Uh, who were you playing, Ross? Uh, and what were they running as? I was playing. Is it salty something? Salty Market. That's, That's right. Yeah. Salty Market. And and he was Chaos Renegade. Um and yeah, it was a great game. It was very um I would say it was pretty evenly matched in terms of just one of those games where um uh, there was a lot of make a move and then countering it and thinking every turn. There was quite a lot of uh if something goes wrong here. Um, this game could go either way. You know, it was just one of those ones where you're like, but you're waiting basically for your opponent, that your opponent to uh, roll a skull or a one or whatever and see, take advantage of it. But it never really, um, uh, no one ever really failed anything critical. So we ended up in a, a one-all draw. Um, but it was a really enjoyable to- game. The, the whole team were um, a good laugh and fun to play against. So, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, there, yeah. I don't, I don't think there was anything. It was just one of those games where there wasn't any one thing of note that um, made um, or broke the game. It was just very much like, uh, yeah, it's like a proper game of chess almost. You know, you're just like having to really think hard through the whole thing, and it could the, the wheels could have come off at any mo- moment for either of us, but it never did. So. So at that point in the in the game, I think your game finished third out of the, the the four games that were being played, and we were sort of eyeing the situation on Callum's uh, uh, game because um, at that point we were sitting one two zero on on the the score, and Callum's game was pivotal then. You know, as as a team game, if he won or drew. Uh, we'd win the round, but if he lost, we'd draw it. So it made a massive difference uh, what was happening in that game for us. Uh, how how did you go, Callum? Who, who were you playing against and what were they oh. running as? First of all, I'll say I'm, I'm glad I wasn't actually paying attention to the other games because if I'd known that, that was a lot of pressure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, so uh, I played against a coach called uh, Head Annihilist and he was playing Amazons, um, which was actually... With one skill exception, the near identical to Ross's roster. So I had a fair idea of what to expect. Um, the prayers to Nuffle actually mattered. Um, he rolled the plus AV and gave it to his tackle Blitzer, who I turn one blitzed and rolled an eight for their armor and went, hey, hey I've broken the armor, and then remembered they had plus one AV. Oh. <laughs> 
Um, but other than that, mm. the first half, well, I was receiving again, um, which is not what I want to do, but stuck with it and walked my way up the pitch. Um, there was a couple of dicey moments towards the end where he could potentially have hit the ball, um, but he it was he had to make a dodge across tackle zones to do it, which he failed. Um, and then I walked it in for 1-0 and then was defending with 11 elves for the second half. So it was basically just sit there, screen off, delay, 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 and wait for an op- wait for him to make a mistake or wait for him to uh, leave an opening for me to get a hit on the ball and turn him over. And to his credit, I never got that opportunity. Um, it was just sit there and screen, patiently wait, don't do anything rash. Um, and then he was in striking distance of the touchdown line when... So I knew he he was only going to get a draw at this point. I wasn't going to lose. And I realized if I made a series of two plus dodges, I could make a two dice hit on the ball. And I managed to make all those dodges um, and hit the ball, knock the ball down. Um, He, or no, no, I didn't knock the ball down. I pushed the ball. That was it. Um, And I had no re-rolls at this point. So the ball got away, and then he went to score and white line fevered the GFI, um, which gave him the opportunity to pick it up and at least move it away. So it was a 1 0 guaranteed. And unfortunately, I then failed my pickup, and he managed to make his blocks, make his pushes, um, and then make his pickup and score for a, another 1 1 draw. Yeah, you're missing out the fact that you had a an attempt for another one-turn oh. touchdown there. Yes, uh, so I had a, an attempt for a one-turn touchdown um, and then went in for the blitz and rolled, I think, skull and defender stumbles and uh, was kind... I think I just got caught up in how... like It was a nice opponent, they were a nice team and uh, I didn't... Uh, I told him that he could elect to not use dodge um because he had said uh you know they'll yeah just knock me back and i went no you do you want to use dodge and then he elected not to and thus my one turn came to an end so that was a a valuable lesson learned there remember it's a tournament and not everyone's your friend (laughs) no matter how nice they are yeah it's not i think the the kind of takeaway there like you say is uh is it's not your responsibility to tell yeah. somebody that they could do something. Um, yeah. like it, it's their responsibility to know that, that they can turn off that skill if they want to yeah. and, and stifle your one turn. Because yeah, if you'd push that guy back, uh, I would say you were probably. I know you had not have any re rolls, but you were pretty much odds on uh, with the dice that you had to roll outside yeah. of that to at least get much further down. And I don't think he'd set up a. An overly no, strong one-turn um, um, defense, either. No, I, I was. So, I'd set up, and I was very confident of actually getting the one turn there. Um, yeah, because I, yeah. I helped had a little bit of coaching beforehand, and you know, not in the tournament. I should stress before the tournament. Um, and yeah, so I was 
I, I was confident of doing it, but yes, I was maybe a little too nice. Yeah. Um, so I, I think, I think yeah. I would have, uh, I wouldn't have told them uh, myself. No. I don't know about you guys, Joe and Ross, uh, but yeah. How would you have handled that? Uh, I don't know. They just said, do you want to use Dodge? And they wouldn't have said, you don't have to use Dodge. I would have just asked the question, do you want to use Dodge? And, and then that's on them to be like, yes or no. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't automatically assume that they were going to use Dodge. I feel like you would ask the question. Yeah, it's it's a moment to pull out your poker yeah. face. Like, I, I often fall in the habit of narrating my games, most from for me and my opponent. But I would have just went, "Do you use dodge?" and you stare at them with poker face um, yeah. until they make a decision, then you stick with that decision. But yeah, more than ninety nine percent of the time, they'll say no because they know what's up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I will I just mean, say I, that I, I think I'd be in the same the same kind of boat as you guys and just say like, yeah. "Yeah, do you want to use dodge?" rather than sort of frame it as you, you yeah, you'd you probably not use jaw dodge <laughs> yeah 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 um yeah no if uh if the dbl guys ever listen uh i would like to say thank you for those dice that he gave me they are the hottest rolling dice i've ever had <laughs> <laughs> brilliant um yeah so that 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 was uh that turned our uh potential banana skin there into a round win again you know we won one three zero at that point um uh, on that round so pushing us into uh three one one territory uh which is good going um yeah. i think we were pretty uh buoyed by that in terms of our spirits at the end uh going into the last game unfortunately with uh Sort of bumping up the tables also bumps up the quality of players you're playing oh, yes. even even further. Um, and when it gets to game six, if if you're sort of up near the the sort of top end of the tables, um, you are playing really good players. It's not not the none not that the players that we played against for the rest of the weekend aren't good because they were. Um, I think our strength of schedule shows that. Um, in individual performances. Uh, but yeah, we we came up against uh, Retro Munger Two, who are one of the Spanish teams, um, and like retrospectively looking at all of their NAF rankings with their their teams, I think most of them are two two hundred plus rankings uh, with the with the teams that they were running, um, which which is reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> reasonable player level. Um, I was on top table on uh, table thirty three um, against Ivan Landwehr, Landwehr, um, and he was running Amazons. So, I mean, it's a fairly straightforward game that, as terms of who who fails dodge.
Jesus who dirty player got sent off in the first half after I gang fouled a guard blitzer about three times and stunned it every single time. Um it wasn't looking good first half for me. I'm being honest, it was um he'd managed to get the other side of me um about turn six and hold out. Um and then I had a couple of good uh, blocks and managed to open up a there's a four plus four plus three plus and then two go for it for a one dice uh on the uh um the ball carrier and uh i remember it's like one of these classic words he was a very ebullient sort of loud kind of guy but in a non-oppressive uh fun sort of way uh i remember him watching me count all this out and he looked at me and he just went oh so you have cojones uh and uh <laughs> it was like yep 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 i do <laughs> i'm gonna roll this and then it was just a case of roll yes roll oh shit i've got to re-roll that I, I i hadn't used any re-rolls at this point so i had three um i had to use all of them on this sequence in the end um Oof. i failed two dodges and i i got the, the re-roll on the uh uh, the block as well. Uh, I made everything, made the block, and it was just two pushes. Uh, so I d- didn't didn't knock him down, and he managed to blitz me away and uh, score. Um, so going into my drive, I think player wise, I think I was in a little bit better position, even though I'd had a player sent off. Um, but then like I just started smashing his team in in the second half and chipping away at it further and um i comfortably scored uh but it was getting to a point where he was making a lot of sort of similar kind of bullshitty kind of plays and putting pressure on and i was like well i need to score here uh to to at least kind of give myself an opportunity of getting the drawer i don't want uh i don't want to lose uh because i didn't score so i got the score on the table there was like two turns uh, for me left, three for him. So maybe a touch earlier than I'd have liked to have scored. Um, I rolled a blitz and the ball uh, went in a good position for me. Um, I then uh, sort of managed to get players wedged in. So there was about three tackle zones on the ball um, and he managed to get one player out of the way um and pick up the ball i'd tried tried to pick up the ball and failed the pick up and then it bounced behind his line uh off the pitch sorry and then behind his line um and then he failed uh because he'd failed that i was able to just kind of push a player out of the way uh knock them down run a player in pick up the ball and screen that player off. Um, I mean, I was going into that drive thinking, well, he's down on players. Um, I could get. I, I'm pretty comfortable. Comfortable. I'm going to get a draw here. Um, but I hadn't even thought of the concept of maybe getting a win. Um, and then all of a sudden, I'm in a winning position, and he's needing to make. Um, I think it was a four plus dodge, three plus dodge, and then I go for it to hit me with one dice. Um, without block, without any re-rolls 
uh, at this point. Addy failed the first dodge, and I just walked it in for a two-one. Um, it was a it was a great game, good fun, and nice way to finish the tournament for me, you know. And I finished on three-two-one, which I was pretty happy with, given the sort of players that we've been playing. Uh, next to me on table thirty-four was Joe. Joe, who were you playing, and what were they playing as? Yeah, so I was playing a guy called Apostle Del Gas, and uh, he was playing Chaos Renegades. Uh, can I just add that this team, they were so much fun. Like, I love these guys so much. They, they were very, um, very passionate, very, very theatrical. Uh, and I noticed that every time, I think it's a meme among them, but whenever they broke armor, any of the four of them stood up and shouted to the rest of their teammates, I'm rolling for injury, I'm rolling for injury. They went all the audience and they threw it down so passionately. It was good fun to play. I never, I don't think I've ever played anyone who wasn't a British coach before. So that was that. That was really good fun. <laughs> I like these guys a lot. Um, yeah. So again, I was receiving first half, which seemed to be the theme of the entire entire weekend. Um, but again, it was that issue that I had in my second game with the ball landing very deep for me, which is why, which is why with dwarves in league, you really want on the ball what used to be kickoff return, because you just kind yes. of forward. Wait till turn five to get to the halfway line, the safe cage. But it's a luxury. You you want it in league as soon as you can. But it's a luxury you can't afford in tournaments. So you just have to hope and pray when you're receiving the ball doesn't go too deep. Um, but it did, and I got myself in an awkward position and had to take some risks ultimately, which failed. So my opponent got the ball from me on my drive, which 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 is horrible for dwarves. So I was getting mentally prepared for a loss, and I was getting mentally prepared to be a good sport about it, <laughs> considering my previous previous game um but i got absolute absolute luck um it was the only game of the weekend where i felt bad for, for getting such luck in both halves so in the first half he was I, I basically i was forced into a play it was the only thing i could do it was a four plus four plus four plus dodge with a dwarf runner with no rerolls so that's that's 12 and a half percent right there odds and then i had to one dice hit the ball carrier who had dodge so i needed both down because i'd wrestle i needed both down or pow so realistically it was a four up four up four up five up with no reroll. but i knew it was the only thing so i tried it and i cannot believe that i pulled it off and i did i got the four up four up four up and then i got the both down so i used wrestle the ball fell by the sideline and the runner who had hit the guy oh sorry someone else was able to to go in and pick it up on the sideline and so it was a miracle that i didn't go down one nil on my own drive first half but as it happened it was nil nil but him receiving again i was very prepared 11 be 11 for it to be a one nil loss especially considering how good the guy was um but um i got very lucky he 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 moved down the side it was looking like it was his advantage the whole time like he was going to sneak the one nil but there was a critical moment where he had to he had to free up a guy i managed to pin him a bit by the sideline but it was kind of easy for him to get out of but he had to free up a guy. And to free up that guy, he had to hit someone away with his troll. And his troll didn't have block, it had guard. And he won in nine. He both down scald. And he tried to do the loner reroll and it didn't work. So it was a, I think it was the first or second player he activated. So straight uh -huh. away I was able to surf him. Even then the 33% chance, you know, which direction will the surf go in, the ball? And it actually flew up the field. To where he had left my other runner free and i was able to go pick it up so the whole game i was prepared to lose one nil 
and by sheer luck, so much luck, I was able to get the one 0 win. And I've I've never apologized so much to an opponent for beating them before in, in, in my life. It's uh, it ultimately I meant I was three zero on day two, and I felt I'd, I'd redeemed myself from day one. So three two one overall. He was, was he was a really good player, and I was, it was the only game where I felt incredibly lucky uh, to, to get the win. Yeah, so I, I can't remember the sequence of, of when games finished and stuff like that. I think my one was the last one to finish, or maybe your yeah, one was. Yeah, it was. Um, but, um, I mean, we, we we still had plenty of time in the rounds for all, all of us finished well within time. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I think Ross was... Ross, you were on you were on table 35, and you were... Who were you playing? Uh, I was playing... Um, I can't remember how to pronounce it, but... Mengux, Mengxi, Mengxi, yeah, so yeah, yeah, um, and he was a lovely guy as well. Um, very enthusiastic, very chatty. Um, he spoke much more English than your opponent did, um, <laughs> and uh, it was uh, the the same as your game, but opposite. So I was Amazon and he was North yes. uh, in that game, and uh, yeah, really enjoyable game. Um, I played very aggressively. Um, and uh, was taking players off the field, um, and yeah, it was basically um, my drive uh, on my turn seven or eight. It was like getting a put under a fair bit of pressure by his guys. Um, he'd managed to sort of pop the ball, um, and managed to retrieve it. Um, and all I had to do was um, get past. I think it was a lineman um, for the score, and uh, but I'd used all my rerolls on other shenanigans. Getting to that point, I think getting the ball, popping the ball, and uh, getting the ball back, and so we went. So I failed the score, so went into the second half nil uh, nil onto his drive, and um, yeah, his it, armor breaks. Just his dice just went so hot, as you were saying, Joe. You know when you get an opponent apologizing it got to the point where he was like i'm sorry man <laughs> like he's looking at us like no no it's fine and it basically got to the point where he um got um i had so few bodies on the field um that i just had to try wilder and wilder things and he was obviously got his um uh two or three of his guys down in, um, into well into my half within scoring range and basically uh, was trying to stall out for a few turns as you would um, but I mean there is in fairness it's kind of the sort of game I really enjoy where like it's all slightly uh, going a bit wrong and then it does encourage you to do that sort of uh, bullshit plays it's kind of the wood elf style of play that I used to like playing um, where you're like yeah the chances of this happening are pretty slim but if it does work my opponent's really going to start sweating and and it and there was a few um, opportunities where you know I was getting one dice uh, blocks on the ball carrier that um, involving multiple dodges and go for it and um, but I just couldn't get the uh, get the guy to hit the deck and I was so few players down that I think it was twice I got guys in to mark the ball carrier and one of those times got a hit on it but when that didn't work he had so many other players he was like okay time to say goodbye to that player you know um mm-hmm. so by the end of it 
I think I had maybe three or four people left on the field um, and it, he walked in um, well, I had to do a, a dodge, I think, um, at the end, and that was it for a 1-0 win. So he won 1-0, but it was a very good game. Um, and uh, yeah, it should, well, it's one of these ones that should have been, it felt like it should have been a draw. Um, I felt um, that uh, I should have scored in the first half. I kind of got unlucky. Um that's the way that blood bowl, blood bowl goes, you know, just as the game. Um, but very entertaining, and it was a good game to end on um, because they were just really fun to play. Yep. And Callum, you were on table 36. Who were you playing, and what were they running? Uh, so I was playing against a coach called Giuseppe, and he was using humans. Um, so it was a, a one-all draw. Um, so he lined up with this human team and I was initially a bit confused because he only had two guard pieces and he had a, a tackle blitzer and a frenzy blitzer as well. Um, and then he took advantage, obviously, of the new human roster and had two halflings, one of which had sneaky git. Uh-huh. Um, so I got to defend first, which I was happy about this time. Um, set up to defend, and eventually managed to work a way to get pressure on the ball. Um, Ended up managing to surf the sneaky git halfling and kill it. Then managed to kill the other halfling with a block. uh, Surfed a blitzer, took out another couple of linemen. Managed to turn him over, and then go 1-0 up for halftime. And then I was receiving... So, played the delay game, kept the ball deep, moved it side to side, um, and then had moved, started to move the ball forward, um, took it into his half, and he managed to work his way in with a couple of dodges and put pressure on the ball um, and pin it. And then I managed to work out a chain push to push the ball out to make it a two-plus dodge out. And then I failed the two plus dodge out with the reroll. Um, and then he picked up and made it one all. The elf so, play. Yep. Classic elf play. Um, so then I was left with two turns to go for 2 1. Um, and white line fevered uh, on turn 16 uh, with GFI. So. And. Could have been two nil, could have been two one, uh, but resulted in one one. And yeah, it was. I think it was my favorite game of the entire uh, tournament. Um, I didn't feel outclassed at all at any point. I felt in control the whole game. I was out bashing the humans, um, and it literally came down to two bad dice rolls. So yeah, happy with that. Then I looked him up afterwards and went, "Oh dear God, thank God I didn't look him up before." <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I think these guys like definitely knew what they were doing, and I think from the position of of a team game, like if because I I asked along the tables and mm-hmm. I knew that Ross had lost, and I knew that uh, that you you were draw you'd drawn your game. Um, Joe looked like he was going to lose at that particular point, 
um and i looked like i was going to draw so we were looking we were staring uh a final yeah. round loss down the barrel and um like i i was i would have been happy with that you know i mean like against who we were playing you know like we we gave a good account of ourselves anyway uh regardless uh but then joe's the the, the stuff started happening in joe's game next to me and i'm sitting there thinking right if joe's can get something out of this then we're back on, you know. Like if Joe wins us here, then we're we're, we're going to tie the round because I I was pretty certain I was getting a draw, and then the then all of a sudden my game turns into I'm getting a win here. There's no way I'm not getting a win. Um, and then Joe's game turned into a win, and we're, we're just like it was one of those classic kind of team things where it's like right, brilliant, like <laughs> everyone's just kind of fallen into place, and we've gone from uh getting a a hide in uh or or at best drawing around to winning it uh two one one um which left us on four one one for the weekend yeah which is good it's Very great good. yeah 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 we did well fantastic i think um like everybody's everybody's individual results i mean ross you went one one four i think in the end um and um Callum was zero four two. Um this is counted the uh, uh not counting the buys and looking at the actual the actual games yeah. they played, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so like yeah, I think Callum, you were unlucky not to win a game. You know, like I think there was at least two where you probably could have got some uh, got a win. Um which was a, 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 a kind of shame for you, but get getting the draws against the people you did get the draws against uh, was good, you know? Yeah. Um, Ross, uh, I think you were unlucky oh, I've against... Had be- I've had better tournaments, I could say that, in terms of, like, individual results by, by far, but, you know, uh, you've always, uh, got, I mean, you've like, always got those, those tournaments that. where you get a run of that. Yeah, looking at what happened and the way things tallied up, people were getting the results that we needed when we needed to get them uh, in the yeah. team. And that yeah, was the important thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, folk, like everybody everybody lost at least one game, you know, like myself and Joe both both lost a game as well. Um, I mean, I I would have been happier with 3-3-0, uh, but yeah, I mean, like I said, the, the losing the dice the dice war against the dwarves was the way it was um so yeah happy with the three two one myself on a personal level ecstatic with the four one one on our uh on our performance um yeah we placed we placed well yes so final placing for our team two guys one dice cup was uh tenth out of 86 was it 84 yeah, I think it. I think you're right. I think it was eighty, eighty six. So that's a top top eight. Uh, Good. Yeah, let let me just confirm that. Um, by checking. Um, and uh, top top yeah, round Scottish team as well, I think. Yes. Yeah, so one of the things that we always do when we go down to uh, um, 
to these team tournaments is we have a, a small kind of internal competition against the other Scottish teams. Um, and Aberdeen teams have had top Scottish team up until this one, two out of the last three tournaments. I think mm. the, the previous UKTC, uh, we just missed out. Uh, and uh, one of the other Scottish teams uh, got it. Um, but the, the tournament before that... Uh, yeah, that was, my first, that was my first UKTC. Yeah, Joe's team got fifth, was it not? We came fifth, yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. yeah for the first time there. Um, and got top Scottish team. That that one, that particular one played into all of your team's play styles, though, in terms of the type of players and the type of teams you were get uh, you were running, because uh, it was a world that that was the World Cup year, which really yeah, favoured yeah. kind of teams like Vamps and Nurgle and all that, which is what you guys had got. Um, oh yeah, it was a it, but regardless of that, that was a great showing. And the year before that, myself uh, and Al and. Ross and Gordon got top Scottish team in our first UKTC as well. Uh, so we were sitting like Aberdeen teams slash whatever, having uh, got two out of the last three, and then we got at this time as well. So yeah, two, uh, tenth was tenth was great. Uh, mm. I'm really happy with that. Um, considering some of the teams that we finished above as well, I mean the closest Scottish team was in twentieth, so another further ten. Below us, that was the kilted unicorns, um, and the two uh, the two higher placed Scottish teams, uh, which compromised the majority of Team Scotland. Like <laughs> they both finished below us as well. Uh, so yeah, ha happy enough with that. Um, couldn't have asked for more uh, from you guys on an individual level. Um, I finished in forty eighth out of three hundred and. 134 yeah. was it 44 144 yeah. yeah so really happy with that like i can't uh couldn't have asked for more of that one um i didn't like on paper i didn't finish top scottish player because i know two scottish players uh finished above me uh lord mm -hmm. relictor and um chile both finished above me neither of whom uh are eligible or make themselves eligible, I guess, for Team Scotland. I don't know. They might. They might in future pass. Uh, and both had worse um, strength of schedule than I did. Uh, but uh, like Chile finished in twenty first, which is really good. You know, he's a he. He should be really happy with that. And uh, Lord Relictor finished in fortieth. Um, and then you were so I. I finished top Scott out of. Uh, out of the 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 people who who went from Scotland, mm. uh, which is fine, I'm happy with that. Um, Joe, you finished in seventy fifth, I think seventy fifth. So although you and me were both three two one, it shows you how many people were in the three two one category and, and how important tiebreakers yeah. are. And so, so I always encourage yeah. people like if you think the game's lost or won, still go for those cashes because you never know when that one cash. Will bump you up several spots, especially in a hundred, multiple hundreds of people game tournament. Yeah, so it, for me, it it wasn't necessarily really the t those tiebreakers. I think it was more was my it your strength. touchdown differential was it? Oh, it's against the Tresco, was it? Yeah, because I I was forty four and you were thirty something. I think. Oh, oh, seventy fifth. Five. No, no. 75. In terms of strength of schedule. Um, oh, right, 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 right. 
Yeah, so your opponent's score, rather, is, is how yeah. it's termed here. Um, so based on how people finished uh, individually against, uh, that you played against. So yeah, I think that combined with my positive touchdown and positive cash, uh, like, bumped me up a fair bit. Um, and there was a couple of other, but there were a couple of 3-2-1s above me as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, including Purple Chest, he was in 45th. Um, and uh, Dimmy G, who also finished uh, 3 2 1, he was in 42nd. Uh, Don Vito, um, 41st, you know. So, yeah, there, there was, I was in, we were all, we were in good company. Uh, you finished just below uh, Valen, uh, uh, Gavin Sutton. He was in 74th. Um, Callum and, and Ross, I mean, yeah, I mean, keep scrolling down and you'll find me somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was uh, 212th. I have no idea what number I was. Twelfth, and Ross was 255th. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, the, you still had nearly 100 players below you, Ross. So yeah. it's. it's not, that's not like, yeah, uh, I think, like, and I suppose, I suppose that, that, but that, um, that is placed based on. The results from the uh, conceded game, um, yes. as well as opposed to actually based on all played games. So uh, it is what it is. But we'll see. I've got the NAF championships to prove myself to myself again. So oh, NAF champs next yeah. week. It'll be fun. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, I think. So now we're at kind of the end of that. I think. Uh, round, rounding up how we feel about the weekend uh, and if there is anything that we would have changed about the rosters that we'd taken. I know we didn't discuss the exact rosters. I said that would take too long to go through, but uh, I'll put them up in the on the Facebook page. Um, from my side, really enjoyed the weekend. UKTC is my favourite out of the, all the tournaments I go to. Um, it's just the the whole team kind of feel to it, and uh, like spending time with like you guys, and um, not just being responsible for myself, uh, but looking at, at our overall performance. I I love that, you know. It's like planning and captaining the team and and stuff. So it was great, and I really enjoyed it. Would I change anything about my team? I had dirty player on alignment. I don't think it worked very much. Uh, I think it could work, um, but I didn't really get much out of it. And it wasn't for tr- uh, want to try and. Um, there's a couple of games where it didn't matter. You know, like the Halfling game, the only thing I would have been fouling is the trees, and I wasn't going to spend much time uh, clamoring players around that just to try and knock down trees. I was content with sticking away from them and making him roll dice to. Uh, to end up in frenzy traps um the um yeah i think the amazon team probably i should have got more out of with the fouling but unluckily got sent off um yeah i don't know i think that's the only one i'd have considered maybe trading out for a dodge on one of the catchers um i think if it had been the new uh norse team uh, the the changes that were made to the Norse team now, I wouldn't take dirty player because I, I think you can only really run twelve without uh, compromising 
on positionals. And uh, I don't think fouling with 12 players when they're all armour 7 uh, or armour 8 plus, aside from a couple, is a particularly strong move. So, yeah, I'd probably have chucked uh, Dodge on one of the uh, um, Valkyries uh, or Block on one of the Valkyries, rather, uh, or Wrestle, just looking at that kind of, kind of route. But yeah, I think that the, I enjoyed playing Norse. It was a fun roster to take, and I felt like I'd got a good handle on them. Uh, how about you, Joe? Uh, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, so I've I've got the roster. I'm pretty much taking the rest of the year to all tournaments. Um, obviously with with the sensible dwarf roster, so a roster without a death roller, especially <laughs> with the new sneaky get um fun but not so optimal build. You know, so just twelve dwarves, apple. Um, but you need at least four guard. So, so if you're only getting six skills, at least four guard, maybe five. But you want it. You want two runners, and since they don't come with block, you want to give them both block or block and wrestle. So, so there's not room. There's not much room to change anything. Although at NAF champs next weekend, I'm getting an extra skill uh, for going the double. I'm just going to put mighty blow on a long beard. But I think you know, given how many games that you can see, I got to receive first half. If you get to receive first half, which I'll choose to, then half the time my opponents will let me. If I can put Mighty Blow Longbeard on the line and, you know, increase the chance of just going men up early on, I think that'll yeah. just only help more. So I'd rather have four guard and a Mighty Blow than just another five guard, but I really don't want to go down to three guards. So I have to have the four guard first and foremost. But yeah, if you have the room, if the, if the, if the skill package allows it, you want to sneak some Mighty Blow on your dwarves. Although a lot of people think you should put it on the troll slayers, but I find that makes them too much of a target if you put on a long beard also the long beard comes with tackle also you're not worried about setting him up on the line so so that's what i'm doing next week but yeah ultimately i'm keeping the same boring uh guard spam dwarf froster for the for the rest of the season yeah it's uh tried and tested that that sort of yeah, i think yeah. yeah there are there are other things you can do but i think uh yeah it's probably the right the right way to go oh i think we'll see a lot of the uh sneaky get death roller at naf jams next week but it won't be from yeah. any any player who ends up being top ranked dwarf player at the end of the at the end of the weekend. I can assure you that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we're probably going to see quite a lot of dwarf teams at the NAF Championships. Um, full yeah. stop. Well, the trouble is, it gives us it gives you it gives you six normals and a double. But other than the death roller taking a double, if you don't have a death roller, you don't really want to put a double anywhere on dwarves. Yeah, dodge and a blitzer maybe. I'm, That's about it. You could you could maybe put leader on a a long beard and get an extra reroll. Uh, they uh, can't get but, passing skills, but you could put it. Oh on no, a they've lost passing skills. Yeah, yeah. So you'd have to put it on a blitzer, uh, so that you could still have uh, the blocks on on the runners. But again, nah, but yeah, I'd, I'd, yeah, <laughs> I think, I think you're you're right on the on the right sort of side with that. And you enjoy the weekend as well. Oh yeah, yeah it was great fun. Great um, fun. Obviously, didn't do as well as it was. Oh, Callum, sorry. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I thought you were still talking to Joe. Yeah, so I, thought, I thought as well. <laughs> no, no, I, uh, yeah, I was, I was talking to to Joe. Oh, <laughs> right, I thought you said Callum. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, yeah, I was just asking if you'd enjoyed the weekend as well. Um, but yeah, I, I, you obviously did. Um, Ross, how about yourself? Uh, how how did you feel about the the overall weekend and? Is there anything you would change about your roster? Um, 
Well, we no, not really. I think in terms of the roster, there was that last minute change. I made a last minute change from taking tackle off of the team and, and changing that to mighty blow, which um, actually was worthwhile because there was very few teams that I was coming up against that were other than snotlings, obviously low armor. Um, so that did help a, a little bit there. Um, but yeah, I think I found I enjoy using the Amazon team, but as I've kind of said to you guys before, um, I'm, I'm holding out a bit of hope with whenever Amazons get a bit of a rework from um, uh, GW that there's um, going to be something that introduces a little bit more sort of variety or spice to the team, whether ideally in my view it would be a piece that has a bit more movement in the team. Um, I find, or I found in many of the games I found myself really frustrated that I just didn't have that even an A player that had slightly more movement. Um, but that's just the nature of playing Amazons and um, having played Wood Elves most of the time before, you know, just used to be able to go anywhere. And now you've got to count squares a little bit more carefully. Um, but yeah, no, I enjoyed playing as the team. Um, I do enjoy the fouling. I think Sneaky Git is amazing uh, now. Um, and when it works, it's not so much fun for your opponent, but it's great fun um, for me. Um, and yeah, so that's effectively, as you know, I'll be taking effectively the same roster to uh, the NAF champs, but just with the additional skill. Um, which I think just putting some block on a catcher, which yeah, should, should be nice to have, a uh, nice to have effectively. Um, and, and yeah, but I mean, in terms of the weekend, yeah, it's great. I, I'm the same as you that I really enjoy UKTC for the the sort of nature of the team event, um, and I like that um, when you're sort of looking at your game and you're not just like. I have to win this because I want to win. You know, you are looking at it and saying, actually, I can't risk losing this. You know, I just need to, to get the draw here or whatever it may be. Or, oh man, I really need to sort of up my game here and actually go for a win because um, the, the, the sort of overall team results requires it. So yeah, I like all of that um, as well. Same as you. And then the social side of it as well. And I think it's a, it's a great way to you get to play really high caliber um, players yeah. at it as well, and you know all like you said, all of the games you're playing, you're not playing chumps as you like to call them, Phil. You know, it's like you are playing, um, you know, competent. Uh, well, I, everyone I played was was very competent and and also fun to play so it was great yeah yeah i think um like you said there i mean i don't want to do a disservice to the the scottish scene uh but we tend to end up playing the same people over and over again um like at tournaments up here you know because it is quite a small player pool in comparison to um sort of like the north of england or um like the the middle of England where there's like a lot of people who go to like loads of different tournaments. Um, 
and there's lots of tournaments happening. Um, so you kind of get it's not not in a rut uh, playing up here, but you you, you kind of hit a point where you're not really. I don't think you're really developing much more as a player. So for me, going to something like UKTC or NAF Championships or Euro Bowl or European or World Cup is where like you kind of get to push yourself a lot more and you learn yeah. a lot more. Um, there are some great players in Scotland. Um, we're blessed with with having a decent um, sort of range of players up in Aberdeen uh, who are have got good tournament winning uh, pedigree as well. But there's some good, really good players in the central belt. Um, but yeah, I, I I love UKTC for the challenge, um, and I feel like we got it this time round as well. Again in spades. How about you, Callum? It was your first one. How did you feel? Uh, and w- is there anything you would change about the roster that you took? Uh, so yeah, it was absolutely brilliant. I absolutely loved it so much. Um, because I played a couple of like the online tournaments that happened last year. Um, when I was bad at the game, I'm still average, I would say. <laughs> um, uh, then I played obviously like my first uh, tabletop tournament last year as well, and it was just like the amount of people that were there, um, the quality of the opponents. Um, every game was I had to stop and think about because um, I. A thing I can fall into uh, just in matches is I can play a bit sort of devil may care sometimes, like and be quite aggressive. Whereas because it was a team challenge and there was a team result on the line, I had to stop and think and go, no, I need to play this more carefully. I need to think about what I'm doing because if I just go and run off here and I end up losing the ball and I now I'm two nil down, well that's a team loss. That's not good enough. So there was a lot of that. Um, Roster-wise, I 50 50 for a long time because uh, I took an 11-man elf roster with the four catchers over the 12-man. Um, afterwards, I still think I'd probably lean towards the 11-man. Um, I like the extra movement 8-piece. Um, the only game where I was seriously down players um, was the game against the Tomb Kings and if I had a 12-man roster I would have been defending with 7 men um, instead of 6 and I I don't think that would have made much difference to the end result um, but I'm like for this year I'm like happy to experiment I might try the 12-man roster out t- uh, here and there and see how that goes but overall absolutely loved uh, the weekend can't wait to do it again Yep, that's great. You know, I think um, as a team, I felt the communication was really good as well. Uh, we uh, opt for very much just like open chat at points during the uh, the game. I don't, uh, I don't kind of spend too much time trying to hassle information out of you guys. Uh, I can generally get a kind of rough feel of where things are. And if somebody's having somebody's open in a game um, and has finished their game, I'll you I've I, I found it kind of good to get them to sort of spy on the game and give me a bit of info on there. But there was most of the the time round, we weren't really we weren't really beholden to somebody having to 
like fully kind of pull the, uh, pull something out of the bag until the last round. I think we needed you to draw at least in the game in the last uh, in the round before that, Callum. But um, from the state of the game when 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 I saw it, I knew there was no point in me saying to you you needed to draw here or you needed to win uh, because. Um, that would have affected the way you were playing the game, and you had already secured the draw. Uh, so it was, uh, it was just a case of uh, letting that one play out naturally. And I think saying, saying, "Oh, you need to win. If you win this, we've, uh, we've, like, done even better," uh, would not have helped you as a uh, in your game. Um, but yeah, no, I, I absolutely think we did great. Yep, happy. Um, Absolutely. And UKTC next year is already up for sale. Yeah, uh, and two guys, one dice cup will be returning. I'm not sure who's going to be playing on the team fully yet, but uh, hopefully, all can come next um, year. Well, I don't think he can actually. Um, oh. So it'll, it'll just be me captaining. It'll be, bolt, it'll be a bolt action. <laughs> I think it's down to the when the World Cup at Bolt Action uh, falls, um, with yeah. UKTC having moved from its uh, January slot to kind of April, effectively. Uh, now uh, it kind of clashes with the the Bolt Action World Cup, uh, sort of that sort of time. Um, so, yeah, um, I think uh, you and you and Stephen are on teams already, aren't you, uh, Joe? Well, for oh, for next year. For next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I already got already got snatched up. I was told I could take a fun roster and be on the same team as my yeah. best mate. So I just said yes. So I might take something silly well, like halflings or or my assassin dark elves that you're so fond of, Phil. I might I might take those. What <laughs> <laughs> the assassin dark elf bullshit? Uh, yeah, I think. Uh, um, I think uh, you've always said that uh, you wanted to play on the same team as Steven, and you've just kind of ended up. Uh, and uh, not being on it like every year because of yeah, the way yeah. things have gone. Yeah, we're doing uh, the Dundee like, doubles uh, in a few weeks. That should be fun. Yeah, uh, that's another good one that we're, uh, that's coming up as well. So that that's a, a a nice addition to the tournament schedule in Scotland this year because it's again it's a team tournament and it's something a little bit different and people are playing uh, for the team as opposed for individual stuff. So yeah, that should be fun. I'm going to that with. Uh, McNugget, um, McNaughty's. Well, it was McNaughty sixty nine. Now he is Marky Mark. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll see how we'll see how we get on next year. Uh, Callum, you're going to Dundee doubles as well, aren't you? Yes, uh, I'm going down with uh, David McElhenney, Lord Lord Garlic, I believe. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Aye, so uh, who yeah. won? Who just won uh, uh, Mulligans yeah. yesterday? Yes. Pipped me to the post. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean it's fair. So I, you... I I beat him at Killy, so it's only fair. Uh, but he's also my team captain for Euroball, so it'll be good to play with him and see how it works. Yeah, because that's that's the the next one, uh, the next big team event. Uh, Joe, you've been drafted into Team Scotland. Um, yeah, as a reserve, the yeah. main team. <laughs> um, and uh, Callum is part of the. Uh, team Scotland team for the European, so yep. that's uh, that's great. You guys yep. moving on to bigger and better things, playing uh, with, the big boys. It with, uh, with us. 
<laughs> Slumming it with me and Ross. That's okay. I, uh, I don't uh, have a, a team for UKTC yet, so you know if you need me. <laughs> if if there's if there's a space, uh, yeah, I, I think so. I hope there's an Aberdeen team going down, uh, like a, a like a dedicated Aberdeen team um, from ABBC. Um, so I don't know, I don't know what the what other people's plans are with that and how much it's sold out. But um, yeah, I think uh, my my rule of thumb for uh, for two guys one dice cup is like going with people that I have fun with, and you guys all fall under that category. Um, whether we win win big or come top Scott is it's nice. It's a nice uh, a nice additional thing. Uh, but it's not the be all and end all for me. Um, so yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see absolutely. what we get to next year. Um, cool. I think that's us at the end of the podcast, guys. Um, thanks very much for your time and uh, giving us the chat uh, about what happened. Um, no problem at all. All on at some point in the future. Again, fingers right. crossed. I'll see you see on you Friday. Th- see you next week. <laughs> yeah, enough championships. Big, big naff. Oh, we might, I might even get some points at that one for the Scottish Championship. <laughs> Who knows? Right. Uh, right. Thanks very much, guys. Right. Uh, yep. Catch you later. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Bye. 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 Bye.